0: (laughs) all right all right we're here how long did this take to get this thing (laughs) going legit oh my god years upon years and then we get everything off the ground in the moment and then it also takes forever like At a smaller capacity, (laughs) so yeah, just uh, a lot of hurdles. But uh, we are here, and this is the Bush League Boys Pod. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I am. I'm Sam, Cam, Chris. Uh, We've known each other since we were toddlers, and we really like baseball. So that's what we're going to talk about. Just three dudes talking baseball. That's it. That that's it.
1: That's That's it. it. That's That's nothing else.
0: Yeah, so I get, jump right into it. I mean, we're starting, obviously, at a weird time. Uh, end of the season, instead of being in the season, so we can look back on everything instead of looking forward. We'll do that later. Wouldn't be a yeah, better time. I, and I agree. we got a lot of content to cover. A lot of catching up That's to right. do. Because it's still 2022. It ain't 23 yet. It makes it interesting. It's a true story. Yeah, so we'll just jump in. We'll let's talk about regular season. Uh, I think... Yeah. Uh, we talked about this before. I think this was, like, one of the most exciting regular seasons in forever. Like, I mean, obviously, like, you got just records being broken all over the place, just weird stuff, exciting baseball. You got sleepers coming up out of nowhere. You got great division races. Like, yeah. I mean, it's the, it, like – The big one – j-
2: Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, the big one that we were talking about was the Mets and Braves race coming down yeah, to the wire. I, kind I of finishing with the same amount of wins and having it go down to a tiebreaker where the Braves I'm take sorry. it.
1: You cannot call that anything but a collapse from the Mets. Don't no, care. No, no, I know no, they no. still made the playoffs. See, they still I, made the playoffs. I,
0: How far off were they on the <laughs> Braves
1: throughout the entire year? I think 11 years. Uh, 11, years. 11, 11
0: games, I think, was the highest. But I honestly think, like, the, the Mets never really wavered. They just kind of kept on keeping on, and they, they never they just never turned it up. And I think yeah. that's the Braves. I think more than the Mets collapsing, the Braves caught them. The Braves yeah. caught up because they were in in August and September. They were playing the best baseball in the league. There was nobody that was even really. I, I think at, at this point in time, there are two teams that are leaps and bounds above everybody in the MLB, and that's the Braves and the Astros. And I think August put the and Dodgers September in showed that. I don't think so because I, I I think all right. I, you could put them up there, but. I think you have to reevaluate that after this offseason because I got a lot of guys that have question marks. I'm
2: just okay with not putting them in there too. Also, due to the fact that they play and aside from them and the Padres, their division is trash.
1: Yeah, they're there.
2: Yeah, the
0: Giants was a total fluke last year. Yeah, right. well, oh,
1: yeah. until the Padres thing. made all those trades at the trade deadline this year, they were yeah, leaps and they down were ahead of them even too. Yeah, yeah. but the it was Padres like, are
2: the Giants finished with what 107 wins last year and then they yeah. and they what this year,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah 81,
1: 81 and 81. 81 this year, 81 exactly. and 81.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it's not, and with and if anything, I mean, the only guy they really lost was Buster Posey. I mean, I guess right. they, they lost Chris Bryant, but the, how long do they have him for last year?
1: 60 games, and they get him, wasn't he a trade? At, deadline? At the deadline, yeah.
0: yeah, so I think it's that's that one didn't really make a lot of sense. I think it just proved that it was kind of a fluke season last year for them because. If anything, their pitching staff got better. You add yep. Rodon, yeah. who's the best pitcher in the Central uh-huh. last year in AL Central. Yeah. So like but and he had a good year too. But I think he went fourteen and nine. So I mean But for a, team, three, that tenor, 500, right. for a exactly. team that went five hundred. Right. For went five hundred, that's pretty damn good. You put him on last year's Giants team, he's probably a twenty win pitcher. Well we're on the subject of the whole pitching staff thing,
2: going back to the Mets and Mets and Braves controversy. The Mets won a hundred and one games. And how long did they not have DeGrom? How long did they not have Scherzer? They both missed a yeah. huge, huge chunk of time. And yeah, they're Matt still Clark finding ways to him. win game with guys like Chris Bassett, Taiwan Walker, say, David Peterson. Like, they just the have guy,
0: dogs in that rotation. And Tyler McGill. Any, they're yeah. just throwing guys in there, and they're finding ways to win. That's I think the guy that's kind of there on some here was Chris Bassett this year. The dude literally, like, yeah. again, stats don't look crazy, but... The Like, he kind of put that rotation on his back during, like, the – because even when you had uh Scherzer and DeGrom, there was a period where they were both kind of coming back, going back on the IL, like, back and forth. There was yeah. – like, basically, Bassett was the only staple in that whole rotation. Especially with – you didn't know what you were going to get when he came back either,
2: especially after taking that line yeah. drive off the face. You might get – you could get a guy who's never going to be what he was when he was an yeah. open, who he, was an absolute dog.
0: I was going to like, say, you, you, know, he you is just now don't know what you are going to get. And he just came back, and he didn't have a
2: here, but he he shoved.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing. I think he's their unsung hero. I think he literally carried that staff. He did. And <laughs> down the stretch, it was. I honestly think the the downfall of the Mets was Scherzer and Degrom coming back. It seemed to have kind of seemed to have kind of messed with like whatever chemistry they had going, especially the pitching staff. It just seems to kind of start to fall apart at the seams slowly when those guys both made it back. I'm curious what I mean, you guys you saw it in too. the
1: playoffs. Yeah. Hmm. Go ahead, Cam, if you have more to add. No, I was just going to say, you saw it in the playoffs. DeGrom and Scherzer, they had their worst games against the Padres yeah. when those two it. were pitching. Like You just could tell like those were not your best guys when you got to the postseason. Well, that and just goes they'd... to show
2: you how valuable regular season experience is too. Like, yeah, if you have this guy who pitches 50 innings in the regular season and you think he's going to come out in the
0: playoffs and be your horse, like it's just not going to happen. No. there's a there's a good point to that too. Like I, I think it, it goes down to like um uh, you got guys like like Valdez, Javier, dudes like that, they're 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 bona fide postseason veterans. These guys have been there, they've done that, and despite a lot of them not having won it, they've been there before. And I think the difference is that those guys know how to turn it on. They know how to put in that extra work to, to get themselves over that hump. And, like, that that shows exactly to me, like, Scherzer, I guess, doesn't qualify as much because, obviously, he had, he's had a couple postseason runs between the Tigers and the Nats and then the Dodgers last year. But DeGrom didn't, didn't have that postseason experience before, and I think it proved that over that 162-game season, people aren't putting in the work quite as much as they do in the postseason to really game plan a pitcher. And I think DeGrom pitching in the postseason against the Padres showed how beatable he was. I think it kind of yeah. – it exposed him, I, I really think. And I think him coming back next year, uh, I think you're going to see his pitching style a lot different. His sequencing is going to be different. I would to be surprised if he adds some pitches, drops some pitches. He's going to be a very different pitcher next year.
1: He's going to have to.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm curious what you guys think, too. Because, uh, like, we talk, they talked about it, whatever it was, two years ago with DeGrom, where this dude had, like, a sub – Whatever it was, one seven five ERA and was yeah. still losing a stupid amount of games. Like I don't know what it is with that Mets offense or why that happens, but it just, I don't I don't know. It just doesn't make you know, sense. You know you what, you know what the reasoning is. a dog?
0: Yeah. The reasoning is the Mets are gonna met. That's it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, no, so that's honest the, to it,
2: right? The Mets are. going to almost met. like. <laughs> but then you have a guy go out there that nobody's ever heard of, some AAA player making his first start, and they'll put up. 14 runs like I just yeah. don't get it
1: I almost wonder if it's a chemistry thing and I know like baseball is probably the most single especially pitchers most single put like single it's on you but at the end of the day if you're not good in the clubhouse I wonder if there's just certain guys who don't want to fight for him well, I'm it's like a lot DeGrom, of the times, like, too,
2: when DeGrom's on the mound, you're going to face another team's one as well. Like, that's just yeah. how things are lining up. But at the same yeah. time, when you aren't getting, when you have a guy with a sub two ERA and he loses however many games that he lost, I don't know the exact numbers, but it was a lot. Right.
1: There's it's, something else it's going just on. It's
0: crazy to me.
1: Yeah. It, it, it's just it, some guys. It's not always.
0: Yeah. It's just, some guys just don't get run support. Simple yeah. as that. And Chris makes a good point yeah. that when you have such a dominant ace like that, especially say you're matching up against a division rival and say really post all-star break games, you're seeing their ace too. So right off the right. bat right there, Degrom can go out there and give you seven strong, give up three runs. And if they're running their ace out there too, three runs might be enough to beat them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. He could, if that ace comes out and he shuts down, he shuts him down. Like, and I think that's what explains those numbers quite a bit. Is just that, and and, in the, and at least in a division that's not super strong teams wise, all those teams still have aces. You got right. Miami in the basements. Got Alcantara. Yeah. So like, they it, it, it just that's a very strong pitching division. I, I would say that that's my guess, at least, to why those numbers come out looking like that. But he, uh, I think he's as good as gone after he just opted out. I think there's no way he goes back
1: there. No, he's gonna look for something new. Just kind of I, I, flipping it
0: real quick
2: while we're talking about aces on yeah. staffs. You you know who won the most games for the for the Braves this year? That was surprising to me when Spencer I looked.
0: Strider. Nope. Didn't Strider win like
2: twenty-one games? Kyle Wright won twenty-one games. So Strider won twenty. It had to have been something like that, but I was I was looking at it. And Kyle, like, Wright. Kyle Wright, twenty-one
0: wins, huh? Yeah.
1: That's
0: you know Who crazy. had an absolute like just downfall, like. Curious if he'll ever pitch again. Season is Ian Anderson. That dude absolutely fell apart after the World Series last year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it was bad. Like I think they sent him down, didn't they? I think he's pitching in Gwinnett. I I, like I know, that's crazy. That's yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of. He was ba- he won you didn't he win him two games in the World Series last year against the Astros, <laughs> which is the same offense this year they had last year. You could argue it's better this year for him. It, yeah, insane.
2: <laughs> insane. I was thinking about it. The Braves, did the Braves win the World Series when we were in
0: Colorado? Was that that no, year? No, that was 19. That was uh, Nats. No, no. Yeah, that was fall of 19. Nats won it that year. Braves were this, or 21. Oh, it was.
1: Ah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, because when Nats, Dodgers, Braves, now Astros. Right. Yeah.
0: I don't know why I was
2: thinking about it. The dude, uh, Tucker Davidson, I think was his name that started Game 7 mm-hmm. for, uh, for the Braves. I think that's I think that's what it was, but he's pitching for the Angels and it was
0: just a weird train of thought that I had. I was like, this dude's on the Angels now, huh? Yeah, I feel like you, <laughs> so. you always there ends up being guys like that every year that like just kind of come out of nowhere in the postseason and then somehow end up with somebody else getting a big deal and then you never hear about him ever again. Right. Like I feel like Ranger Suarez could be the next guy like that. where like you he didn't hear too much about him in the regular season. He's solid. But like I feel like you could see him go to like LA get paid and then just just tumble into from obscurity guy and just yeah. disappear. <laughs> yeah, just never hear who the hell Ranger Suarez is ever again.
1: Uh, the Angels are kings of that. Just overpaying for a guy. Who oh yeah, had a good postseason, but no, here gonna suck for us. Angels are in
2: shambles, dude. They have no idea what they want to do with that franchise. They're like, they are, we the win team, now, are we in mode now? or are we in rebuild players. mode? And they're well, in, like today, this weird place right in the
0: middle. Well, then today their GM comes out and says that they have no plans of creating Shohei Otani. I'm like. They get so the so just are you trying to win just, now, or are you? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is. this last
1: year? Contract, well, he just signed a one-year extension. Did he? Yeah. I thought, okay. And I
0: think ne- they technically have him till is, is he under arbitration till the end of this year or next year?
2: I have no idea. I don't but even, even still, so, like, are you in win now mode, or are you in a rebuild? Like, what is happening? Because realistically, you're not winning that division. There's a 0% yeah. chance of you winning that division ahead of the Houston or Seattle. It's yeah. just not happening. So you're going to play your cards and hope hope you get a wild spot and Shohei and Trout are going to lead you there. Like, great, you have two
0: two superstars, but you have nothing else around. Who do you have? Taylor Ward? Say, n- like Name the re- name the rest of their pitching staff. All I, like, I mean, you got Lorenzen's uh, gone. I believe he's already uh, he's already been released, like or not released his contract's yeah, over. I think, you got Patrick yeah. Sandoval, or, uh, mm-hmm. who Ooh. was uh. who he he was good last <laughs> year, but again, like you, you, have a repeat. You cannot. The Astros, perfect example, you cannot win a World Series with a two-man rotation. Not even a three-man. You need four bona fide arms to get you there, and you got to have a bullpen that's lights out. The the Astros just broke the damn postseason record. What did their bullpen give up? Like two runs the whole postseason or something stupid like that? Yeah, something ridiculous. It's absurd.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's just, Um, I think, the, the Astros are... You're going to see teams building teams a lot more similar to the Astros. Or like, they don't have. There's no superstars in the Astros. Think about it. Like Jordán Alvarez is a future superstar. Verlander's over the hill, still going to win a Cy yeah. Young. But like, think about they, like, 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 right, yeah, they, exactly. they don't have like any faces. Right. Yeah. not game. anymore. No. I mean,
2: but I Jeremy think Jordán is on his someday. way. Yeah, but I yeah. think
0: Jordán and Pena are probably the faces. of – Jordan, Peña, and um, Julio, I think, are the future faces of baseball, and I don't think you can really argue with that. Yeah. Those I mean, teams those teams are going to be gutting it out. Seattle and Houston are going to be gutting it out for like the yeah, next 12 years. Dip, yeah, that division <laughs> yeah. going to be a lot of fun. So that yeah. division is going to be a lot of fun. The NL East is
2: going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I say, the NL West well, a- is going to be a lot of fun. AL
1: East is going to be ridiculous for years. AL East is going to be, yeah. yeah. Let's do this. Especially let's with Baltimore turning it on.
0: Season recap, let's let's run down team to team. So like start with the ALEs and just, like, we'll say how we felt about the team season. So we'll – so Yankees, uh, I say disappointment. <laughs> yeah. I, you, you got to be disappointed. I am bored on board with that.
2: Yeah. You've got to be better I mean, than this, that.
0: This was supposed to be your year, especially you're with the community at, that you had. Dude, you're talking at the all-star break. We're not talking April, May. You're talking at the all-star break the Yankees may be breaking the single-season wins record.
1: Yeah, and didn't they didn't, didn't even win a hundred?
0: They didn't even and break a century. Months,
1: not even like yeah, yeah. two weeks later. I think what were well, you and I texting, Sam? Like, oh, are the Red Sox gonna, are the Yankees gonna have a Red Sox type collapse? Like, what was going on with them second and half they, of the season? They
2: almost, they did. almost did. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think Aaron Boone's a big part of the problem over there. And Steinbrenner already said he's yeah. keeping them around. Yeah, which I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, how how do you not even make it to the ALCS? Or did they make it to the ALCS? Yeah. No. I mean, they yeah, were there. Our, well, they got they got the the first round by too. So they got
0: a, to a play the they away. got a uh, a participation medal <laughs> the <ALCS>. yeah, they, <laughs> they got swept right four or nothing. Yeah, is that what yeah, that absolutely. was? the Astros did. Thanks for over. coming.
2: Yeah, I don't know, dude. With with that roster, especially, how do you not win it? Like Kermit Cole doesn't have it in him. He can't win the big game. Mm-mm. Aaron Judge was absolutely terrible in the postseason. Harrison Bader and, though. Harrison made turned turn <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, aside from that fly ball that he dropped. Yeah, Garrett yeah, Cole had him. Garrett Cole said, "I got <laughs> you." Yeah, <and> that serves <laughs> up a ding dong playing playing it at a little league park. Freaking yeah. who who hit the home run? I think it was Chaz uh,
0: McCormick. Chaz McCormick hit like yeah, a three hundred thirty four foot home run. Oh yeah, like uh, I think uh, if if you can't tell uh, for anyone's listening, Garrett Cole not a friend of the podcast. Garrett the right. Cole here. So yeah, right, end, uh, Toronto. They're coming. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say uh, I think <laughs> they're still young. They're, um, they're still young, and they they still have uh they still have tons of promise. I think. I think, um especially if Judge leaves the Yankees and they don't make another moves, I think there's a very good chance the Toronto probably wins the division next year.
1: Um, I think you have an argument. If Judge leaves the AL East, I think Toronto I think has a there, good I, chance. I, I, yeah, I think there's like a I 2% still think there's chance a chance goes, Judge shows
0: up at the AL East. I mean, he's not going to Toronto. He's not going to Baltimore. He, he yeah, ain't going to the Red Sox. I, and then you think he's got a bigger payroll in the entire Rays organization? You're talking front office. You're talking groundskeepers. <laughs> like you're talking everything. Like you literally, think they, they'd have, have to refinance the bottom. mortgage if they wanted to bring in Aaron Judge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I think. Well, they uh, just
0: they got Schneider now. They got a young manager at the helm that the players seem to like. Um, yep. I will say yeah. they have fired Montoya at a pretty weird time, but it seemed to have worked yeah. for them.
1: It seemed to wake up the players and they're like, "Oh, all right, yeah. shit."
0: Yeah, it kind of gave them something to play for. I feel like.
1: Yeah. Um, absolutely.
0: But yeah, I think they're young. They have a ton of promise. Their core very similar to houston and uh seattle their core is super young because mm. i mean yeah top to bottom we're you're gonna be going around vladdy and bichette for a long time i think you yeah, yeah. need to
2: get more out of cabin biggio to be honest he, was he didn't even play this year really he was all, yeah, he's basically. been he's been I mean, all over the place Alejandro
0: kirk too diamond in the rough they got that yeah. team for nothing I think they yeah. need Tapia to lock, up, seems lock to be, up Springer uh, long term. A at yeah. least
1: killer. At least uh, Maltaffia against teams.
0: My Colorado Rockies yeah. legend, Tapia. <laughs> 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 but they're
2: and, they're just another team. Their lineup from top to bottom is just loaded. Like even guys yeah. like Lord Escoriel, like yeah. Randall Gritchick, like yeah.
0: just absolutely uh, going crazy. Randall Gritchick plays for the Colorado Rockies.
2: I, yeah, I <laughs> we used to play them. The play, Colorado um, Hockeys. I, I said Gritchick, but I had Springer on my mind because Springer's yeah. playing Sunday now. We need like, um, the,
1: the uh, part of the interruption mute button for that one, Chris. Yeah. Just shut your mouth for a minute.
2: Uh, that's fine. That's where uh, you need to play that little soundboard. Chris goes, Randall, Gritchick, and I was like, wait What are you saying? Right, hit, hit, me the, hit me with the bozo button. No, I
0: said <laughs> I said Gritchick, but I had Springer on my mind. Oh, yeah. On that, um, note. I will say right. on on the same vein as Randall Gritchick, you're going to see him get moved to the Rockies, probably to a contender this year, because that dude had a career renaissance this year. He had a oh, yeah, very yeah. good year for the Rockies. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, he will probably not be there uh, to play a course in the spring. But long yeah, long. next up, we got uh Rays. 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 I think they're on the way out. Yep. I think the Rays are on the verge of a rebuild. I think um, they're, they're the last surviving team that still plays that money ball style, style of like strategy with bringing in players real cheap short-term. I I think that that's dying really fast. Yeah, and I, I think agree. That I just don't think that's going to work. No, I don't think the so. analytics, You're gonna have analytics have to spend, that are
1: coming out have done, it, right? have done it better, but you still have to pay those guys now because yeah, exactly. players well, are caught even, up to it.
2: Even if you wanted to change your whole style, like who do you have now that you could build around?
1: Wander Franco. That's it. That's it. That's the that's only guy they have. thought
2: it
0: was a Rosarina.
1: After this, Shane year, McClanahan maybe.
0: Yeah, like, Mike. McClanahan and Franco is your is your core. But it's it's even after that. Like
2: who do you have in your starting rotation aside from McClanahan? You have Luis Patino, who's going to oh, be. Oh no, nice they have wine. Um,
1: the Jesus Christ, Glassnow. Probably that's probably true. Come back from Tommy John. Yeah, Glassnow. Ooh. Tyler, Tyler glass now yeah, yeah, but he pitched. What well, he pitched one game. Okay, but here.
0: yeah, he didn't, but he's he come back. In. He, yeah, uh, he's one of Tommy those got. guys. He's one of those guys that sits really high up in people's minds that he's this stud, but he really hasn't proven a hell of a lot yet. He's still pretty raw, untapped, and there's a lot of question marks around him. And there's more question marks around him now that he's coming back from Tommy John. Like, yeah, he looked good in that one start, but th- 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 they have a lot of ground to make up, and See. especially in the AL- the AL East is unequivocally the best division in baseball. That, oh, yeah. With the Absolutely. Orioles now? With the Orioles now? Are you kidding me? With the yeah, Orioles being with on – They're being uh, – honestly, this year coming up with – I I got to imagine that Grayson Rodriguez is going to be on the opening day roster. Uh, yeah. Uh, you you got to imagine, right? So uh, you have – Or it could be like um, a May-June May,
2: call-up. Uh, yeah. So I'm like – I'm on the fence with that one right now. I feel like they're going to give them the start of the season in AAA, see where they're at yeah. after a month. And if but, he can be an asset yeah. for them, then I was going to say
0: I think he's a guy who's probably going to be an early call up. Um, yeah. Because yeah. then you got him, Rutschman, and Gunnar Henderson. Is already proven the dude Gunnar, yeah, mashes. Is ready. He mashes. The dude's legit. Yeah. I mean, Ruggedo Odor, career. Re- like, renaissance year. Oh, really? So yeah. I would not. I would. I would not be surprised. I think if they should resign them. him. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Because they can get him pretty cheap too. They could probably get yep. him on like 11 uh, or 12 before, a year. Jorge Mateo won a gold glove, didn't he? Yeah, he plays for the Twins now, or no? Jorge. Oh, did Mateo. He go Sorry, to... I was saying Jorge Lopez. Sorry, yeah, Jorge Mateo yeah, too, no, Jorge. did out, win a Gold Glove. Yeah, yeah. Ramon, uh, was it Arias? Arias. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Got him. Uh, you got Cedric, who Cedric's already proven that he's a thirty thirty guy on his best year. He had an off okay. year, but Ryan these, Mountcastle he's on. stepped in after they got rid of Mancini. Austin Hayes. Austin Hayes is legit. Yeah, like they have think... they have a super young core. I would say in. Three, four, five years' time, you're going to see a whole lot of Mariners, Astros, and Orioles in the ALCS. Yeah. Those are going to be the three teams in the yeah. AL that I think the Yankees always find a way to make it happen. As we know, as Red Sox fans, we our, our teams move in ebbs On and flows. We go up and down and up yeah. and down. So, Listen, we're bottom we'll this there. year.
1: That means we're World Series next year. It's true. It's just how math It <laughs> usually happens. And and I mean, and the Red Sox
0: strong, have. How even make the playoffs Well, oh, the Red door Sox door. have yes, again we... very good prospects. The Yankees don't have a ton of prospects. They got as uh, Asaldo Cabrera, who is, was pretty legit this year. Um, yep. You got Trevino, who is pretty much just like came out of nowhere. Um, you got Esteban Florial coming up, who's very legit. Like they have some guys coming up, but I just don't. I think as. uh, as the years progress, unfortunately, it looks like the Red Sox and Yankees are probably the two worst teams in the East because <laughs> the, the Rays have prospects. But again, it's if they spend to build around those prospects. So they, the Rays they are going to be paid. a
1: fringe team. They're going to have agree, the good yeah. years when they bring their players up, but as yep. soon as they start losing those guys, it's going to
0: exactly. They're going to be like going to be a uh, weird team for years. Like the, uh, the I say, can comparatively to like the Cubs in 2016, where they're yeah. going to have a year where everything kind of comes together, and then after that, everybody's going to leave and disperse, but. Like we were saying before, I don't think the Rays got a shot in hell. Really going no. forward, if they keep playing the style that they play, it just does—it's not going to work.
1: Agree. Unless they move back to Montreal, then we'll we'll talk about it. God, yeah, that ain't that ain't happening. We get the Expos back, <laughs> and then maybe. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, we'll go Orioles. We'll we'll finish with the Red Sox because that's going to be a sad topic. <laughs> Red Red Sox um, are just yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Orioles, we touched on them a little bit, but I think um, I think there's a very real chance that they could be a wild card team next year. Yeah, I think I, don't um, think I don't think they're there yet. I, do I well, think there's I, a well, chance I, that they I, get yeah. there? Yes. That's what I'm saying I think there's a chance. Uh, it's not like like I think Toronto, Toronto's basically locked for the playoffs next year. They're either going to win the division or they're going to be the top wild card team, maybe second to Seattle. But other than that, like the the Blue Jays are as close to a lock to the playoffs I think as you can be for next year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I the, the Orioles right have in. a real chance, especially if they bring back some of those guys. If they're young core, he's playing good. If they bring up Grayson Rodriguez and he's got an impact, and John Means gets healthy and he's in that mix, like their rotation, like like we said before, like they don't have any crazy arms, but they have guys that eat innings and then they get a bullpen that that shuts it
2: down. That's the biggest thing. So they did what they did this year. They finished four games above five hundred with guys in their starting rotation that practically had no major league experience and were kind of yes. just thrown into the fire. So now you're getting, hopefully you're getting John Means back, mm-hmm. right? You have Jordan Miles, who's kind of a veteran who kind of holds, holds things down, won 12 games for them. You got guys like Spencer Watkins, you got guys like Tyler Wells, you have guys like Austin Both. you have guys like Dean uh, Dean Kramer. These yep. are just guys who are, can literally just take the ball, throw strikes and win you ball games. So mm-hmm. they're not, they're not going to, set the world on fire but they're going to give you a chance to win and yeah. their lineup is good enough where they can do damage
1: yeah
0: right exactly <laughs> I, I think uh kind of opposite of how we were talking about to gromany and at least i think the al east is not a division with a ton of dominant pitching you got yeah. good pitching not crazy dominant so if you got pitchers that can go out there and eat innings and they they sit in it with an era between three and four but you got it you got uh in offense that can go out there and be in the top fifty percent of the league, you're probably gonna win games. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's all it comes down to for the Orioles is I think and they just seem to they have this mentality when they're going out there with these guys that have no experience. They just let it hang out. And that's why I mean, they were you, so good what do you down have the stretch. To lose? That's why they were so good down the stretch. Yeah because they just the realized feeling, too, just play.
1: That it did feel like the that moving the left field wall back helped their pitchers out a lot this year. Yeah, I mean it was twenty-one a porch. compared to this year. They gave up a lot more home runs than twenty-one oh, than yeah. this yeah. year. It was a porch. just right over the left field it was literally
0: wall. Literally
1: a porch. Yeah, so I, I, it almost felt like that gave them a big boost Which, in hey, if, home if wins, That's what it
0: takes to make the Orioles another competitive team. I'm for it. More competitive baseball, the better. I don't like watching dumpster dweller teams. So like, I don't, yeah. like, I don't and I hate watching baseball games at little league fields. Like so you're not hopping the on the reds, or... not hopping on the reds wagon. No. This year. Yeah, the no. reds,
1: uh, no, but we can skip over them. We don't need to talk yeah. about them. So yeah. let's
0: get to, uh, the vein of our existence, yeah. <sighs> the Boston Red Sox. Right. <laughs> this one hurts the heart. Yeah. I, uh, time bloom
1: uh, is on the biggest hot seat of his life. Right his, now. his head
0: is his head is <laughs> laying in the uh, the guillotine waiting that man and if if march comes around and that he doesn't make any moves <laughs> he, he's I, good is gone because I, I think there's this one thing for me like there's no takeaways from this season basically it was the most mediocre mm. season the Red sox have had we weren't horrible they weren't good like it was just a very mediocre season. And I, there's zero takeaways other than the fact that the organization has shown that they have no direction. Yeah. You, you trade away Vasquez, who is one of the heart and soul, like, players of your locker room. You trade him away for virtually nothing, pretty low-end prospects, nothing crazy, like, solid, okay prospects. So you trade him away and you go, okay, we're rebuilding, fine, like, let's gut the system, start over. And then you start bringing in Maguire, you bring in Hosmer, you bring in Famous It's yeah. like it's there's no direction because it's showing me partly rebuilding and then partly bringing guys in. And that's what's pissing me off that Hein Bloom's doing is like, just show us a direction. Just start, feel- just start dumping guys or start bringing guys in. Give me one well, of
2: I feel like he's trying to do the same thing that he did with the Rays organization too. He's trying to turn it around that way because it worked there and. Different market. They had they had a good run, and that's exactly what it is. It's a whole whole different market, a whole <laughs> different beast. And you made a good point. You're bringing in guys like Hosmer, who has we have him for what three years? Right, he has three years on his contract. You're bringing in guys like Fam, who just opted, uh, or they just didn't pick up yeah, his option. He just, yeah, he's gone. Didn't pick up his option, but still, like I just don't understand where we're going or what our mindset is. But it's. There's just no. It's confusing. Clear yeah. The way exactly. I
1: was kind of looking at it, and after after the season, I really looked at this. Every single prospect that we've talked about this year for the Red Sox who's good, they're not um, they're not Bloom guys. Dombrowski is the guy that brought them all in. So yep. trading all these, guys, I obviously Vasquez trade away was it hurt, but it almost felt like Bloom was trying to be like, yeah, see, these Clean are the, the guys slate that, from Dombrowski, yeah, and get his own. These are the guys, guys that in. I identified. Like this is my But here,
0: here's now. the thing. Like he picked up the team three years separated from the greatest team in franchise history. Like you don't and need we haven't to gut that. it.
1: No. You don't
0: need to gut it. Like <laughs> last year was a fluke. They were not mm-hmm. supposed to go to the ALCS. They had a good nope. postseason run because they had the veterans that were there and they were mm-hmm. they made it happen. The veterans basically just carried them there. Yeah. Like it's that's just not a yeah, it, it, I don't. It's the lack of direction for me that's just frustrating. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think I think they have a very similar situation um, to the White Sox. I think the White Sox are in a very very similar situation.
1: Yeah, I don't even blame him for like trading away Mookie. I'll give him Mookie. He was brought here. I'm sure the owners told him first thing. Well, they got value. You, for we're him. not signing him. Yeah, and yeah. he got. I think what you could get from Mookie Betts for well, what what the time was a one year rental. Obviously, the Dodgers signed him again. Yeah. but for what he got for him, I think he did the best he could with that, but then just selling off everything else, selling off Vasquez, selling off, um, fuck who else did he trade? Oh, Ben attendee. Like those two moves alone just had no, no need. I don't have
2: a, I don't know how you guys feel about the whole, uh, Bogarts and Devers scenario too, but I don't exactly have a, a a bone in my body that says we're in a great spot with those two. So I think I don't
1: have faith. We resign either.
0: Uh, I think, I feel like we can get one, but we can't get both. Exactly, and I think Devers probably is more likely. Yeah, um, just because we have him under arbitration, we have another year of negotiations that we can work with. But like again, if if you're a player for this organization, what makes you want to sign a long term contract for an organization that has no direction? You're not <laughs> yeah. bringing in players that says we want to win championships. You're basically saying here's a ten year contract, ride it out. At the back half, we might be competitive. Yeah. Yeah, That's I basically really what it agree looks with like. The
1: whole... We can't get both of them. I think it's we don't want to get both of them. Mm -hmm. They don't want to pay both Devers and Bogarts.
0: Like we saw saw today, uh, Fenway Sports Group is selling Liverpool. So whether they're taking that money and reinvesting it into another sports franchise or if they want to throw that money back at their their teams, which I think the – I mean, I know they have a lot of NASCAR investment, but I know they have obviously the Penguins – and then the, the Red Sox, I don't know if there's any other uh, Fenway sports groups. Uh, I also, just,
1: I saw that Fenway sports group has interest in the Las Vegas NBA team that supposedly is coming. Of course. So that, that's so just, just real quick. So
2: let's, I'm, I'm curious what you guys, what you guys think about this one. So let's hypothetically Bogarts doesn't come back.
1: Right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's
2: say he signs somewhere else. Do you guys think that the Red Sox make a splash in free agency and sign somebody, or do you think that they just bite the
0: bullet and say, "Okay, Jeter Downs is ready and he's going to be our guy"? I think uh, Downs is probably more likely. Um, I th- yeah, I agree, but because because the thing is, is, they gave up a lot to bring in Downs. Obviously, he's part of the Mookie Betts deal. Him and Connor Wong are basically the core of what was brought over. You got Doogie too, but Doogie's already on the other Doogie's- side of twenty five.
1: Yeah. So, Four,
2: hear me out. Do we keep Jeter Downs down in AAA? Give him another year. Move Trev back over to shortstop.
0: And that's something Cam talked about. Put yeah. put,
2: a, put a guy like Arroyo or somebody that we have. Just one of those.
0: The thing is to, with me is Jeter Downs has already played three years in AAA. Yeah. I don't and, think. Well, he but moved. then he gets
2: he gets up to Boston and shows that he. Isn't even close to ready,
0: in my yeah, opinion. That's what I mean. Yeah. And that's looks why, like a,
1: he looks foolish.
0: That's what I'm saying. I think that they're probably gonna bank on Jeter Downs to bring him up, should they? No. Should they deal him? Yes. Yeah.
2: Well, and yeah. I think we're kinda again in this mindset that we're not winning a championship anytime soon. So the worst thing that happens is we bring him up, let him play a full year here, he gets a shit ton of experience, and then
1: well hopefully how far away is him. um that Marcel. Meyer, probably two yeah. or three years at least. 20, yeah, so twenty twenty five maybe. Yeah. At the, unfortunately, is that what we're looking at here, where it's going to be a major rebuild for two years? I mean, I'll,
0: I'll tell you one thing that damn well has to happen this offseason is they need to ship Bobby Dahl back to, like, Korea or something. <laughs> they need to get him so far out, so far away from Boston, send him to Oakland or He's something. Like, him, him, him and Franchi
2: are, like, the same exact person. So yeah. you can't you can't hit a beach ball with you a bow or in the majors, but then you go down to AAA and, and you, you got mash. these guys like 400 yeah. with – 40 dongs. But you know why we
0: don't have to worry about that? Quadruple-A players. Because the Red Sox have the next Barry Bonds, Tristan Cassis. Yeah. <laughs> He, I mean, I, I think, and he proved beyond a shadow of doubt that he's ready to play in the majors last year. Right? Oh, right. yeah. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. So oh, I yeah, think there's I no reason why you should move on, why you shouldn't move on from Cordero and Dalbeck. Yeah, I don't think we have a reason to bring either of them back. No. Nope. Nope. No, not at at all. Get him gone. Yeah, and I think I think I'd like to see them bring in some more like utility guys, um, yeah. just dudes who can. Who but can even play guys all like like Christian Arroyo was actually kind
2: of a nice surprise. Yeah. Like he did very well, and I think he played just about every single position. That's I that mean we he
0: had. Yeah. He, he, were, he had a very Brock Holt esque season, if you will. Like he just he and again he's not an all star, but he's solid. He give you he give you um, innings and positions when guys need days off. He's going to hit 270. He'll hit 15 homers, maybe drive in 60 runs. Yep. But, like, a guy who's a utility that can give guys off days, that basically doubles everything that he does, whether the numbers yep. are there or not. Yep. So, like, I, yeah, just, it's, uh, I don't know. Another thing to keep in mind before we switch
2: on to our next team, too, is that if they really wanted to, they could try and convert Kike back to a middle infielder.
0: It's true, but I mind. really like him in the outfield. I don't think they'll do as that. Do I, but it's just something to keep in
1: mind. Last time I still, they did that, he got hurt.
0: I still lose sleep over the Hunter Renfro trade. Yeah.
1: No, Jackie Bradley, man.
0: Jackie Bradley doesn't even hit his weight, and he weighs 110
1: pounds. <laughs> we should we should move on at that point. Yes, right, where, where, where
0: are we going? <laughs> next? We'll go so to, to the
2: central, central,
0: the worst right. division in baseball. <laughs> All right, let's start with uh, the White Sox. Uh, I think they're a very similar position as um, the Red Sox. Um, Again, like the, they don't have a ton of direction, I, but they do have prospects. Is the thing is they have some good prospects.
2: Well, my thing was this year, right? So they finished. They finished exactly five hundred. They finished mm-hmm. 81-81. And I was again, I was looking at this earlier because I had the White Sox written down as one of my, I guess you could call them surprises for only finishing five hundred. But it was mm-hmm. guys like Robert, guys like Eloy Jimenez. Don't cease. They missed. They, no, oh, I but I'm talking, guys, miss, miss. Yeah, these yeah. these two guys missed a shit ton of games. They, like, yeah. I think Eloy only played, like, 40 games or something. Yep. I don't know the numbers exactly. I think
0: Abreu missed a good but, amount, too, didn't
2: he? No, Abreu, I looked at that one, too. He played pretty much a full season. Oh, was it but last was, year that he missed a lot? Eloy missed a bunch. Robert missed a bunch. Um, but it was Tim Anderson, that was the other yes. one. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tim Anderson no. missed a shit ton. But then you had guys like Abreu and Pollock who played pretty much the entire season. Abreu only hit like fifteen home runs. Yeah, he's his power numbers are way. Guys down. like yeah, he dropped. AJ Pollock didn't do any. Like yeah. you have you have these guys that you were hoping would lead your lineup, and it just didn't happen. And then you had guys like Dylan Cease who was an absolute animal all season. Yeah. Like every Cy time you got contender. every time every time that dude got the ball, you had a feeling you were going to win. Yep. But then you had guys like uh, Gilito and Lance Lynn who were supposed to lead that staff, who. Didn't do that. Giolito finished 11 and 9, I think, and Lynn was kind of around the same place. Mm-hmm. So, again, I think I think part of that was like Tony La Russa problem, and I think things are kind of going to turn around now that they have a new guy in there. Yeah, yeah. I agree but on that for sure. I think that Russa was just too much of an old head, and I, I, guys I think,
1: just
0: couldn't. Well, Giolito was an all star. Go ahead, Cam. Go ahead.
1: Giolito was an all star two years ago. They bring mm-hmm. in Tony La Russa, and all of a sudden now he's. 11, yeah. like Chris said, eleven That's and nine. That's exactly like, what I was gonna say. I think I think
0: Tony Larusa, uh, aside from being an old head and having that outdated coaching style, I think he was mm-hmm. a cancer to their uh, their clubhouse. That, that was exactly it. Him and Lance Lynn had that
2: whole. Well, and who
0: was it that hit the the home run off the like <laughs> swung like. What was it against the Rangers or something? Oh, was he that Yermin Mercado wasn't it? Yeah, and he, was... yeah, 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 and he yeah, flamed yeah. him like to the media, yeah. saying he didn't approve it. Like that, you go to bat for your guys. You don't torch yeah. them on the media.
1: Yeah, I mean Tim I, I Anderson think... thrived. Sorry,
0: God. Yeah, no, no, you're you I was done.
1: Tim Anderson the th- 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 thrived two years ago when mm-hmm. they were. He was allowed to just do <laughs> what he wanted to do. Be him. Be yeah. the asshole that he is. I'm sorry, but he is. I, yeah. He's under him and under Tony Russo, all of a sudden, now you just saw... Yeah, I know he it was wasn't hurt. happening. Well, you but got with, with an old just... manager
0: like that. You, <laughs> yeah. he, old managers like that don't like players that play with swagger.
1: No. And that's, that's exactly that's what You can't that's why I like, like
0: that in the game now. That's why I like the Nationals when Harper's coming up. You had, what was it? Davey, Johns, Davey yeah. J- Johnson? Davey or whatever. Johnson. Yeah. Davey Johnson. Yeah. Fucking hated Bryce Harper. Because <laughs> yep. he's, he's an old head. Bryce Harper's new school baseball. He's the... I mean, at the time, he was a 3 true outcome player for the most part. He was speed mm-hmm. in either home run, strikeout, or walk. Like, And he's obviously developed now, but like it's the same style player. And I think you got a similar thing with uh, Don Mattingly. In, uh, well, was in Florida. I believe he's fired now, right? I don't think Mattingly's there anymore.
1: Yeah, I think, but I, he, think he, that. Uh, him, him and Jazz, he though.
0: hated Jazz Chisholm. Yeah. Like, I, I think... Uh, you gotta just—it's a, a time in baseball. You gotta let those players thri- thrive, not only for the better of your team, but for the, but like it's the like sport. All these,
2: all these guys that are playing with the flair too—those are your superstars. Like, yeah,
0: those players are the guys that are in seats, yeah.
2: hey, and that's exactly it. But these are the guys that are helping you win ball games. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. as long as they're not going like outside doing the bounds of normalcy yeah, and like yeah, yeah. running around the bases with their fucking dick hanging out,
0: yeah. Like, <laughs> Who cares? Or that, like, dude on the, with... that dude on the Pirates that had his cell phone in his back pocket. I forget. That's, that shit. that, was, <laughs> that, that was, was a good okay. one. That, only that got was a funny. One
2: game, Got a one-game yeah. suspension
0: it. <laughs> he should have, like, tweeted a selfie when it fell out of his pocket or something. Make it and worth the, it. The umpire's just looking at him. He's like, do it, like a, what do I do? He's got to do, like, an ad ad deal or something when he's on the field. Do I call to you out that. for that now? What, uh, <laughs> what's going on? But, so, All right. Let's go to Cleveland. I mean, they're going to win that division for the next 60 years, probably. You think? I don't think the Cup, the, 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 I think, uh, you're going to be able to tell by the end of May next year if the White Sox will contend with the Indians or the, oh, <laughs> Guardians. Sorry. Guardians. Oh, My bad. You had it right. You yeah. Had it we right. we got to mute that out. <laughs> See, I think, just going back
2: to the White Sox thing, though, I think when they have everybody and everybody's like there,
1: I like, think they're can, good.
2: How can you not win that division with those three stallions you have leading, That's what you, I mean. leading your pitching staff? In that then- division.
1: Yeah. That right. But that's
2: exactly I'm not saying they're gonna I'm not saying they're gonna make a run into the postseason, but there's no reason that the Guardians should even give them any kind of trouble.
0: Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, it's uh
2: But again, the Guardians did it this year. And yeah. was it because the White Sox had a bunch of injuries? Probably. But, I don't know that,
0: but the Indians have a pretty good staff as well, and they got. I agree. I mean, Jose Ramirez is, is a superstar. Got the got dog. Yeah, but he is an <laughs> he absolute got dog. dog. You got, got him. him. Miles straws playing great there. Like they just stay. Even Quan was a good surprise. True. Off uh, for rookie of the year, he's a finalist, top three. Yep. I think, yep. and I mean, I honestly, I'd say, other than Julio, he probably is the rookie of the year. He had a great year. He had over three hundred. He had like three twenty. Mm-hmm. And that he is—he's an old school player. The dude's not going to give you power numbers, but damn, is he going to give you an OBP up near, up near five hundred? He's going to walk. He's going to get on by any means necessary. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think
2: it's it's going to be between. Cleveland, and Chicago for yeah, a long there's time. No future. Yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, there's no doubt
1: for those two teams. I don't see the other three any, going anywhere. Anytime yeah, I mean, soon. We,
0: yeah, I mean, we can move on. Like We could probably talk yeah, about all three right, of the other teams out. together, honestly. Er, yeah. Yeah. Minnesota, I think, is in a much better spot than Kansas City and Detroit. <laughs> but well, yeah, minnesota, Minnesota's minnesota got some players. I mean, Byron Buxton, in my mind, he's a superstar. He's got to stay healthy.
1: He's got to stay healthy. That's, yeah, that's a big thing. He's not completed a season yet.
0: Well, that's their whole franchise, though.
1: Yeah. This guys yeah. gotta
0: stay healthy. Like yeah. they just uh, they have a lot of holes in places where they have no depth. Basically, yeah. as, as soon as a guy goes down, they don't get anybody to fill in. Um, I think again,
2: kind of like same thing. Rocco Baldelli is kind of a problem with mm-hmm. that team too. So he was an average. To maybe above average player, yeah, and those are usually guys who translate over to good managers because they understand the game so well. Right, I've seen him make so many bonehead decisions yeah. as far as <laughs> when to pull pitchers. That's the biggest one I was going to say. Yeah. Starting pitchers and his making bullpen changes. I'm just like, I just don't get it. It's and guys like
1: that who need the analytics department behind him just to be like, yeah, hey, go get this guy. Hey, don't go get this guy.
2: Well, and I feel like he's just one of those guys who, like, he has all these guys in his ear telling him what to do. Like, you have your pitching coach, you have your hitting coach telling you what you should do in this situation. And I feel like he's just one of these kind of new head guys who's just stuck in his way. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's going to, okay, my way or the highway. And it's, it's just not, not working yeah take the highway. He but. plays he <laughs> plays in a pretty shitty division, I'm not gonna lie. So could he get could he get lucky and maybe squeeze
0: out a division title if he doesn't get canned before then? Say in maybe in like June of this year, they looked like they were they looked like the favorite in June.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I,
0: I will say uh guys that one of like the guy I picked out as a surprise from them was Gio Urshela. He had a pretty solid year for them, hit like almost yeah. three hundred, mm-hmm. fifteen dongs, seventy ribs, like and that's what you're going to get out of a guy like that. And those are the guys yeah. that win you divisions. You have your superstars like Byron Buxton, but you need more guys like Gio Urshela. They're going to play 150 games a year. Yeah. They're going to hit 300. They're getting damn close to 200 hits a
1: season. Mm-hmm. Like Those are the guys outside, you
2: need. Outside of those two guys, I don't even really know who the Twins have. Like They just lost Correa. I
1: don't see yeah, them resigning They, were, yeah,
2: they, they, Tre-
0: they got Trevor Larnak, uh in the outfield like, there. Max Kepler. Jose Miranda right. is, I think, uh, again, uh, more of a future player to watch. Uh, he's still super young. I think he's 22 or 23, but very legit, uh, legit talent. But, yeah, they outside of that, they don't have a lot. And I honestly don't even know what their prospects look like. I don't know what they have in their farm yeah. system. Yeah, I don't. With that said, I think we can kind of just talk about Kansas City and Detroit at the same time because (laughs) they're basically, they're just, they're dumpster dwellers. There's
2: really not a lot to say other than dog shit.
0: Yeah,
1: they're
0: basement dwelling teams for the foreseeable future. Um, I would love to see Salvador Perez get the hell out of Kansas City and go to a contender. Um, I would, you know, I'd love to see him go to, like, St. Louis maybe
1: with Yadigon.
0: I think that'd be a good fit.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, The only bright spot for those two teams and it's drawing my I'm drawing a blank. Who's their third baseman for the Royals? They just brought him up. Torkelson. Torkelson. No, that's, that's oh, no. Tigers. No, that's Bobby, brights, think, yeah, Bobby Witt. Bobby Witt, yeah. Very legit. Bobby Witt had good. a great
0: year. Yeah. I would say yeah. Brady Singer also. Brady Singer had a very solid mm. year. He was basically the only bright spot of their entire pitching staff top to bottom. Yeah.
2: So is it safe to say that the Royals are going to be good before the Tigers are good? I don't think so. Uh, I, I think, think the Tigers are going
1: to be good before the, the Tigers. I think
0: yep. they're on very similar trajectories. Because I think they both just brought up what they believe is the future of their franchise with Detroit and Torkelson, Kansas City and, and Bobby Witt. And yeah. I would argue that if you compare those two guys and their upsides, Kansas City's probably better off. Yeah. Kansas City also has pretty good pitching spos- prospects, although Tigers do have Tarek Skubel, who is Riley Green. Pretty good. Yeah, Riley Green. Like, they have I, – I think that they're on very similar trajectories, but I think Bobby Witt is a literal superstar just waiting yeah. to explode. The dude yeah. is so good. He plays with so much swagger. He's so fast. He hits for power. Like, he, he reminds me – he's kind of like an infielder mini-me Mike Trout, kind of, like when Mike Trout came up, very similar play style. It's fun to watch. Five, but, five tool guy. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Absolutely. But other
0: than that, All I think right. that the Central is uh, very obvious what's going forward. And I think yeah. the AL West is kind of – similar
1: <laughs> al west the two-team um, race no one yeah. else i
0: will say but you have to for the al west uh the rangers have pieces that if they build around they close, could get though. there
1: not next year give them two years I, no, think, and not, be good.
2: I don't even i don't even think within the next yeah. three but it's it's gonna get there yeah. i mean if you if you get guys like Corey Seeger to come back if you can get Jonah Heim long term, if you
0: can get Marcus Simeon to stick around. I mean, I think they have uh Seeger and Simeon for six and seven years apiece. So Yeah. So yeah. I mean that's that's just the gonna big surround those
1: two guys now.
0: And that's, that's Absolutely. exactly it. And they have some good pitching prospects coming up also too. Like is it uh Taylor Hearn, I think is his name. They got some decent they have good prospects. Uh Josh Young. Yeah. Josh Young, and I don't really say his name, pretty legit. There's
1: rumors now they're going to get Evaldi, too, which, obviously, Evaldi's not what he was, but... I mean, you still can peace. gladly take yeah. him.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, still, it's still
1: a piece. And in that division... Yeah, he, he would... You he can squeak out a wild card on because... I fire.
0: That's what I mean. You can, that's the easiest, probably the easiest division to win a wild card because you're playing so many games against those lower-level
1: teams. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, and
0: then you're going against the Angels and the Athletics. Like,
1: right. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think, I think the Athletics put more guys on the field than they have fans
0: in their stands. Oh, and the amount of different dudes that they fielded this year, too. Their yeah, lineup was different every day. Yeah, and they, they don't seem to have – I think they have uh, – was it Shea Langlier's is literally the bright spot of that entire organization. Other than that, they have nothing. Imagine being and Shea, like – Everything. This is what, like, this is what I had to look for. Well, I was going to was gonna say like it's a lot of weight on your shoulders, but in reality, there's literally zero weight on your shoulders. You're going like, you, to disappoint you're, thirty disappoint thirty five fans every night. Like it's not that you're, you're a guy like Julio, You're about to get
2: the keys to the car. You go to Seattle, big market over there. Hey. Like your team's good now. You're walking oh, into a hostile environment, ready to play. You got Shea. He's he's coming up. He's going to be able to hear his mom screaming in the stands. You got
0: people fornicating in the the freaking <laughs> the <different>. upper level, <laughs> like. Oh what a dumpster fire Oakland is. Like, that's like
1: and that's it's part the- about Oakland is their announcers, all right? Yeah, that's hey, all we can say about them. Shouts Reminds out my is dead, Reminds. Dallas Braden. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's bad. But yeah, I, will- I feel like Dallas Braden gives me like that major league vibe. Oh, it's awesome. Just <laughs> like Bob Bucher.
0: I love it. Nobody's watching anyway. <laughs> it's true though. But like on the flip side, dude, if I'm a Seattle Mariners fan, I am buzzing. That yeah. team is so exciting. They have some sick young players. Yeah,
2: like, I don't know if you guys read my entire blog earlier, but you see yeah. what I had at the bottom.
0: No, them winning it. Or, Seattle and yeah, six. Yeah, he did
1: have Seattle winning it. Seattle and six. The World
0: Series. Yep. yep. I didn't see all the bottom. Okay,
1: that's a spoiler. Yeah, Seattle in forward, six.
2: But yeah. So all right. So let's uh, let's move on. NL East. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, let's probably let's, well, let's go back yeah, to the okay. AL West real quick because we just didn't even say like. I think that the overall consensus of that division, top to bottom, is There's pretty much well. But even There's one through one through five, I think, is pretty obvious. Like you got Astros, yes. Mariners. Yep. I would say Rangers got to be probably third. I mean, Rangers and Angels are fairly interchangeable, but I think the Rangers have right the edge. Right, now, right now, I right would now say it's so. Rangers. Yeah, but I think but going forward, another
2: year or two, Rangers are going to yes, run away.
0: Yeah, I, I no. agree. And then the Athletics have zero direction. They're just. <laughs> <hanging Yeah. out>. <laughs> <laughs> franchises, yeah. And And then back and then now to probably the second most competitive uh division in the in baseball, then at least. Yeah. And I I think honestly, next year with the momentum that Philly's going in with, I mean obviously, like I said before, I think the only other team like there's the there's two teams in baseball that are just bulletproof at this point is the Braves and the Astros. The Braves obviously had a rough postseason. But I think as far as regular season teams, those teams are so, so good at managing their players and their arms. So like, I think they're going to they'll win the East this year, for sure. I will say the second and third teams could be jumbled because I think with the Grom gone, the Mets are always going to met the the (laughs) Phillies coming in with their asses on fire after just like, like, I, I feel like honestly, even if, Philadelphia, if they won the World Series, their fans probably wouldn't even be a hell of a lot more excited or have any more momentum going to next year. Like they are literally yeah. riding as high as they can be right now.
1: Yeah, Philly's best. So you could tell. Yeah.
0: I
2: had um in the, in this order, I had it going Braves, Mets, Phillies, Marlins, Nats. But I only had the Mets and the Phillies being separated by five games. And could be less than that, obviously, honestly. Obviously that could be interchangeable anywhere in between those five games but i th- i think that philadelphia was just like kind of like a cinderella story this year they weren't mm-hmm. supposed to be there and that's just like one of those classic stories that you hear about all the time it's like don't let us get in don't let us get in yep. and then yep. you let them in and they yeah. do damage yep but the big thing for them is getting in and making it there again do they, they have, have that's, that roster that so that one thing
1: roster that's gonna uh yeah they have that kind of roster that's gonna they might not be a a hundred win team, but if they get in, they are going to hurt you because you're going oh, yeah. to, that's the thing. Yeah. And that
2: di- in that division, you
0: need Maybe to be get a in. 90, 95 win team. Yep. Right. Well, and I think, uh, the, the Phillies making that run makes them a lot more attractive to free agents also. So I think yeah. that, that has a lot of impact on their season in 23 as well. Yeah. So like I, it, a uh, lot's up in the air for them and, I think they can only go up. They're not going to get any worse. I, they're going to be a better team next year. How much better? Don't know. But they're going to be better.
2: A lot of a lot of rumblings of possibly Trey Turner ending up over that way too. Which
1: if they get Trey Turner, that that's what is that's scary. what does that
2: mean for Bryson Stott? Do you yeah. move him over to second base and get rid of Gene Segura? Like you have to. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Bryson Stott has a pretty massive upside, I'd say. um, Defensively, he's very good, and I think he's shown flashes of how good he can be with the bat.
2: Uh, obviously, but do you also take your face of the franchise player and move him out of out of a position that he's not
0: typically playing, and put Trey at short and Spot at second. I mean, where he's that young, I don't, I don't, I don't see why not. Um, yeah, because I mean, there's a logjam in their infield there too with young <laughs> players. Because I mean, Reese is under thirty, Bohm is
1: twenties. Yeah, yeah. I think like that has to be a con- you'd have to have a conversation with him. Don't do what the Red Sox did and be like, oh, yeah, we're going to sign another shortstop and we're going to yeah. hope he plays second uh, base. I Man. don't know. And I'm
2: still not too high on that Trevor Story signing, if I'm being
0: perfectly yeah. honest. I love Trevor Story
1: and I'll die on that hill. I love, I love the Trevor bat. Story. I don't but know if I love him at second base. I think that's yeah, like an adjusting
0: well, thing still, too. I think you're not going to be able to tell for a couple of years, and But then the nice thing is I think the very obvious choice, like we talked about earlier, if Bogarts leaves, you just – I think you just gotta put them over. Yeah, you just gotta put them in yep. short. Yeah, um, but all right. Yeah. And so-, so run
2: down, run down your guys' predictions for final.
0: What do you got? I think Braves obviously run away with it. Yeah, um, I have the Phillies finishing second over the Mets. I think the I Mets, have the Mets I,
1: finishing second.
0: Well, I, I honestly think um, if the Braves come out slow like they did this year, you could have yep. those three teams being separated by like four or five games. Mm, yeah, at the top of that the division. That second and third spot was tough for me. Yeah. I didn't know which way to go with it. Yeah, that that uh, that that's a log jam at the top three there. Um, <clears throat> I think the Marlins again is a team. I think they have a really high upside for the future because they have. I some, talk about the they referee, have some. Actually. They have some wicked good prospects. And I mean, you... Sandy, Sandy Alcantara is debatably the best pitcher in the NL. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's that just team... not playing on a team that's going to get him a lot of wins, but yeah.
1: That team needs a manager who's going to let their players like be them. Let them players play. Let them players play. <laughs> yeah, They need to let Jazz Chisholm just unleash, do whatever the yeah. hell that man oh, wants yeah. on the field. Not you only guys for a better who, uh, product, but he played better when he was allowed to do his end. Yes.
2: Yeah. You guys saw who they signed for a manager, right?
1: No. No, I didn't. Skip Schumacher.
0: Oh, I did see that. And oh, I actually yeah. like that fit, okay. too. Yeah. Yep, yep. I like that, actually. Young manager. He was, again, like we talked about. Mid to slightly above average baseball player when he's in the bigs, but very intelligent player, and I think that's gonna, yeah. 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 They, well, and obviously they a have a uh, they have what's her name the uh, the female GM if you know what her name is um yeah, uh, NG in- 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 N- 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 or whatever I don't know how you say her last name but yeah she's making good moves uh, as far as like lower players they got uh, was it Khalil Watson coming up who's very good uh, you, so you'll have him at short Jazz at second that's like just Dripping with swagger, and like dynamic, two players. Yeah, hero. like that, yeah. that's a filthy middle infield. And yeah. you can kind of build out around that because they have so many prospects because they've been bad for so long. <laughs> very, yep. very similar to the Orioles. I just think that they're further behind in that process. Yeah. But very that similar teams, to the Orioles.
1: I don't think they're going to win a lot, but that team's going to be a fun watch next year.
0: Oh, yeah. They always Just are. in
1: terms of pure product. It's going to be Yeah, awesome I mean, watch.
0: I watched them just for Sandy and Jazz. Oh, other than yeah, that, absolutely. like all, all the other players are all bonuses. Like, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're a fun team to watch. Was it Miguel Rojas too? He's yeah, pretty legit. Yep. Like he still got Indiana some pretty Anderson. high upside. Yep, Garrett Cooper I think is still there. Mm-hmm. Um, they have Stallings his uh, catcher now, who's uh, yeah, solid, he's solid catcher, not bad. But like, yeah, they got they have a similar trajectory as the Orioles. They're just I would say like three or four years behind them probably. Yeah, but they're they're a team in ten years' time that could be competing. I think for the NL and then you have the dumpster fire. Yeah. We don't even need to talk. I don't even, there's nothing Nothing. to talk about They traded away their best
1: player. Their two best players. I mean, they're nothing.
0: It's a full rebuild rebuild. It's a full full rebuild. Yeah. Especially after you, you dump uh, Josh Bell and Soto. Soto. Yeah. I I thought, I honestly thought that they would deal Soto and keep Bell because Bell is similar age to Soto is going to be cheaper. Um, but I feel like once you Delta trade Soto,
1: though, you just have to get rid of it all. For, yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: you want to talk about going full rebuild? You're basically trading what should be the core of your rebuild. So you're like yeah. really rebuilding.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're so going to yeah, be they really for years don't to come.
0: they don't. I mean, Joey Menezes is probably the bright spot spot of that whole team. Other yeah. than that, don't know anybody.
1: All right, Let so let's central, move on. central. Um,
2: <laughs> this one was um.
0: An interesting so we're one. I'm not doing
1: predictions yet, right? Because I'll keep those in the. I'll keep. Yeah, we'll do prediction, box.
0: prediction, predictions at the end. But all right, I think uh, this is a weird one because I feel like the Brewers, in a sense, how they've performed the last two years down the stretch, seems to kind of be on their way out. Like they seem, they just don't seem to have that firepower to get them there anymore. But yeah. the Cardinals are kind of fizzling out in the same way.
1: This whole division, I feel like he's gonna have.
0: I mean, I think it's it'll be interesting how the season starts when you lose. Like Yadi and Albert were the the, they're the core of the locker room.
1: Yeah. So now
0: all you got left for those wily veterans is Waino.
1: I thought he was gone too. Yeah. No, he's coming back for a year. Is he? He, Yeah.
0: He his contract's up at the end of the year next year. But then you have guys like Arenado.
2: You have guys like Goldschmidt who can. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying they're gonna be like. An Albert or a Yadi, but those are guys who have been I mean, in the yeah, league long enough. Those they can kind
0: of. Those are also the two guys that are the MVP frontrunners. So yeah. So I mean, it's like and they got some prospects two... too. With uh, right. was it Yepes? Uh, they got Newt Bar. Um O'Neill's still think pretty they're young.
1: Guys. They're going to take a step back this year, though. I'm
0: curious to see who they have lined up for. Who do they have catching behind Yadi this year? I don't even know. Uh, wasn't it like Kinsler or something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, and then uh, we also Dylan Carlson also was a stud, mm. young kid coming up. Yeah, he's not, he's a, not a catcher, catcher though, I don't yeah. think. Yeah, I don't even know who their catcher is. I know Yachty DH'd a little bit, I think.
2: but I'm looking to see who um, who they had for for catchers. Yeah, just, the only one that they have on the roster as of now is, I don't even know how to say it, Knizer? Yeah, Knizer, Nizer, I think, yeah. So he's, he's the only one that they have,
0: but so um, even,
2: even like their starting rotation, it doesn't look great, but it doesn't look horrible. Like you have Wayne Ray, Nicholas, uh, Jack Flaherty, Jordan Montgomery, and Matthew Liberator. like I mean, got some pretty good upside too. He's still pretty young. He's still a prospect. Yeah. He's, he's young. He was yeah. born in 99. So he's yeah. only whatever, 20, <laughs> 23. 23. He just yeah. turned, he just turned 23,
0: 23. yesterday. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, Jesus.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's he's got a lot of upside, but I think yeah, and then the Brewers, I think they're very close to rebuild. Honestly, yeah. I think, well, especially um, with all this talk of getting rid of Woodruff or Burns yeah. or both, I think it'd be smarter to deal Burns and get prospects. You're probably gonna get more value back for him. I think you've yeah. just gotta, you just got to you got to define what you want to do before you start dealing those guys, though. Um, yeah, and I don't know how long they have Renfro locked up for. I think he's only what twenty nine or thirty. Yeah. um but even even going around that
2: whole whole starting nine it's like you have sal Freeluk who's gonna be coming up who's who's probably gonna be good mm-hmm. you have uh Garrett what's Mitchell? his name that H- H- yeah Haley cruz's boyfriend or husband or whatever he is yeah. he made his major league debut so he's he's gonna be there but then it's like after that who do you have you have like colton Wong. You have like I don't even know. Willie is in there. You have you have Yelich who fell off a yeah. fucking cliff after 2019. <laughs> yeah. My boy, Rowdy Tellez. I mean, it's like what? It, like what is your game? Willie Adamas, I, like...
0: I think, is a guy that they should keep around. Probably as part of, as a piece of a rebuild because he's still young. He's still got a pretty big upside. Uh, he, I believe, if I remember correctly, puts out relatively above average power numbers for a shortstop too. So. Yeah, I think they just need to kind of establish a direction yeah. with which
2: where they're gonna go. I wouldn't be surprised
0: I, if they this year they really try to pull out all the stops, and if nothing happens, you'll see the offseason next year. They start yeah. they start kind of burning the burning the building down. But I mean, it, it, again, it, it's this is the Central NL Central is another division that's just I think it's the Cards and Brewers for the foreseeable future yeah. unless something happens. I think. I really don't think the Cubs are that far. I nope. honestly don't think the Pirates are either. I think Pirates I think like, are farther. I think the Pirates are probably on a similar trajectory as like the Marlins, like probably yeah. seven to ten years or so. Like Manuel mm-hmm. Cruz, gonna be a superstar. Uh, yeah. Brian Reynolds already is, he's their superstar already. He's the best player on that team. David Bednar, very legit closer, but where he's a bit older, I don't think he's going to be on that team because I think he's yeah. is he a free agent? I think he is. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't um, know what it is. But
2: um, yeah, I don't think the Cubs are that far either. And I feel like they're—we all thought that they were going into full rebuild mode when at the trade deadline they were talking about dealing Contreras. They were talking about dealing Happ. They and kept them, Meath, yeah. And that's exactly—they kept mm-hmm. both of them. So from what I've been reading, that tells me that they're not going in full rebuild mm-hmm. and they want to build around those two
0: and Stroman and, too.
2: Stroman, and they paid pretty they good have money, have until they have him locked up until 24, possibly longer with yeah. his option. Yeah. So you build around those guys. I mean, if you can get guys like Frank Schwindel to step up, and then you have, say, a Suzuki out there, too, it's like you have, have a good core. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I feel like they're just one or two signings away from
0: now, maybe not uh, winning the uh, division Imagine yet, if but, they didn't deal Chris Bryant <laughs> uh, last year. I mean, yeah. obviously, he went to free agency and signed. they have to, to re- with the Rockies, yeah. which was the most baffling signing ever. <laughs> but um, and as a Rockies fan, I still don't understand why he came to the Rockies. But um, yeah, that uh, the rest of that division. Well, who's the fourth team? We got oh, Cubs, Pirates, uh, Cubs, Pirates, Reds. Right Red. mean, again, Reds, Reds. Are similar to the Nationals. Don't Reds need, don't need Jonathan India. Hi, how are you? Riley That's and uh, was it Hunter Green?
1: Hunter Green. I mean, Hunter yep. Green he throws a hundred dollars an hard. hour. He throws Ooh, everyone, yeah, does. Yeah. everyone in the MLB does <laughs> that.
0: Or all, all this Chapman in for form. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's
1: what he's going he to end up beating.
0: anybody yet. So. Yeah, I was going to say. At least that we know of. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so wrapping up, uh, NL West, I think uh, very obviously the Dodgers win the division again. And two-man two man race. Yeah, and mean, I think the Diamondbacks
1: um, might have it next year.
2: They have what, the, t- the toilet bowl? another team that they they might have the if, number one pick. <laughs> if the, I, sorry, hear me out. If the Diamondbacks played in any other division except for the West and maybe the West, they could make a real run at a division title.
1: You think in the West? The West and yes. maybe the West was it? Jumping on
0: Zach
2: Gallon and Kattel Marte's backs and bring them all the way there. Especially so now you have you have Kattel Marte, you have Christian Walker stepping up, you have Dalton Barcia who's That's true. Up. They do have a really you good core coming up. Seth, yeah. Seth Beers is getting there. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like you have you have these guys Beers. that they've been in the dumps for a couple of years, but again they're
0: going through the rebuild. Well, and now and it's Zach Gallon proved this year that he's a stud.
1: Oh yeah, and Dude, you, you, have Mer- you have Meryl Perry, Kelly, like, which I think they have, have him
0: long term now, right? Didn't they just sign him to a big extension? Yeah. Yep. But you have you have guys. That's who, true. If I mean, they're I don't think they they're... could be on a a similar uh, trajectory, like kind of behind the Orioles, but not by much. I think so, four or yeah. five years they could be a very good team. That's true, especially like this year, especially with the explosion of Varsho and Christ- Christian Walker. Like those two guys covered a lot of ground for them and. Got them a lot of runs, so mm-hmm. and to have Varsho have that kind of production, I think is he primary catcher? Yeah, yeah. or no, No, but, Carson, uh, Kelly. no. Carson Kelly. Varsho has been playing a lot of out, right? But Carson Kelly is the guy that we didn't mention either. Also, yeah. a stud. I think he had kind of a down year this year, but again, very good, very good catcher. Higher production than a normal catcher as far as power numbers. So I was just looking at it, little uh, little sneak peek
2: with the predictions again. If all of mine were to necessarily be true. I had the Diamondbacks finishing eighth in the National League.
0: So two out of a wild card? Yeah. Okay.
2: I can see that. Okay. Okay. And then let's go to my Colorado Rocky. (laughs) You want want to talk about a rebuild?
0: Yeah, uh, they have a rebuild, but um, they're kind of in a cool spot for a rebuild because they're in a rare situation where the fans are in on the rebuild. That they kind of understand what's going on, and they're really supporting the the front office, and like they're all in on the guys that they got, like Ryan Ryan McMahon. You got uh, Connor Joe, KV if he plays more, traded, but yeah, Chuck Nasty. I
2: feel like. I feel like it's easier for a fan base and an organization to kind of understand that that hasn't really been good. So like yeah. the Rockies, they haven't been good since 2007 like 07 when they went to the World Series. Yeah, yeah I think the last they time they made they the playoffs was
0: 14,
2: 15. So exactly. So they haven't necessarily played for anything. So fans are on board with a the rebuild. They're like, okay, we get it.
1: Yeah.
2: Whereas like you go to an organization like the Red Sox where you've been good for so long, people don't get it.
1: Yeah. People yeah.
2: are like... Okay, we want to win now. Year after, yeah. year, after yeah. year after year after year, and it
0: just doesn't work. And like I think that. if you're playing the long game, it's better to have a fan base like that that accepts it because I think it tends to result in a more effective rebuild over time. Because yeah. I think, again, in eight to 10 years or something like that, the Rockies are probably going to be pretty legit. Yeah. Because, right? I mean,. Charlie Blackman has basically been carrying that team like his whole career. <laughs> like, he's been like, yeah. Well, now he's, he's carrying been, his damn Walker to first base. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I think he's thirty-six or thirty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> he's a free agent this year, but I got to imagine he's going to go back in, like a one-year and retire after this year or something. Yeah, yeah. Because his numbers were way down this year. They got. What are you saying over
2: there, Cameron? Uh, what, he might want to just
1: go to a contender. Try and sign an, I don't think a he's low good enough. I, don't know. I feel he's
2: like that would kind of anymore. tarnish tarnish his reputation, too. That's like a Tom Brady Yeah, he's a, he's a, yeah. He's, a,
0: Rocky he's, a he's a Rocky lifer. Yeah. Yeah. His, his, his number is going to be retired as soon as he's out there. <laughs> That's fair. Like, literally instantly. That's so fair. I think the, the guy that the Rockies need to move on from is Kyle Freeland. um, Prospect that they've been kind of brewing for a while. And he's been, like, playing in the bigs for, I don't know, 2 3 years now and he's just it's not not working not happening. at all. So <laughs> nice. then Herman Marquez was good good this year. He's been good the last couple of years. He's the bright spot of their everything actually the best pitcher in their staff former Red Sox Daniel Bard had like came out of nowhere real season out of, of nowhere and i'm so happy literally literally came from the depths of hell and just said here i'm back dude could have been working at a grocery store like last week and he still throw <laughs> bucko to yeah. easy but it's a don't get it yeah they, they they got a weird trajectory but again a lot of prospects coming up they got michael tolia who's a very legit switch hitting outfield first baseman so like yeah. they got some guys coming up some real prospects so they're an interesting team it's, going forward. It's just shitty for them that they play in the best or one of the <laughs> best divisions in baseball. Yeah. Like you if they have... played in the Central, they would probably finish third in that division every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, they are way better than the Pirates and the Cubs. <laughs> or not the, the Pirates what, and the, uh, the, Reds. the Reds. I'd say yeah. they're on par with the Cubs probably right now.
1: Yeah.
2: I want to see if it goes back that far. I'm on that OSTB website. Mm-hmm. I want to see if it goes back to, I assume it, oh, no, it only goes back to 15. I wanted to see what the, I can just look, 2007 um, standings were. So, like, what the teams were looking like back then and that. I think the division. Dodgers were in the basement. I think it was them, yeah. the Diamondbacks. Uh, it, it was actually, that whole division was tight. Right. So, it was. The Diamondbacks and Rockies both finished 90 and 72. The Padres finished 89 and 74. The Dodgers were 82 and 80, and then the Giants were 71 and 91. Oh, yeah. So it really wasn't yeah. that bad. But you know who was in the bottom back then and still is in the bottom? The Pirates and the Reds. <laughs> the Pirates were good from, like, it's
1: changed.
0: 2011 to, like, 2014. And then Kutch, yeah. then Kutch left, well, and they yeah. fell apart. Yeah, it fell apart. Yeah. That team was actually sick back in the day. They had, like, Kutch, Josh Harrison. Garrett Cole was pitching with them before he was Kermit Cole.
1: When Garrett Cole was good. Yeah,
0: back when everybody kind of liked him. Yeah, when he was, like, gutsy and, like, have you guys heard the sound bit of his, his uh, pump-up speech <laughs> that he gave to the Yankees after? Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. It was
2: I love it so cool. much.
1: look the good. One thing that Garrett
2: Cole has done that I like is when uh, Carlos uh, Gomez mm-hmm. pimped that uh, ball off of him that didn't end up getting out, and he got a
0: triple off of it, and Cole was tripping the shit out of him when he got to third <laughs> and tried to fight him. Hey, you know, uh, he's just he's he went to the Yankees and he embraced being a Yankee. That's yeah. basically yeah. it. You know, the day who else do we have left in the West, obviously, Dodgers are on the up and up. We don't really even have to talk to them. They're talk about them. Is Dodgers, Padres, D backs, Giants. That's what yeah. D backs we talked about. Giants, I think, are in a weird spot. Kind of, um,
1: Giants are one of those teams where they could be good next year but they could also suck next year. They also, really I feel like like they
0: have like almost no prospects coming up too. Right. Yeah. So, I, but I feel like,
2: I mean, the prospects that they have are already there. Like you had Joey uh, Bart, what was his name? Luis Gomez yeah. or Gomez, uh, Luis, uh,
0: Gonzalez. Yep. And then Joey Bart who replaced, uh, Posey Posey. Uh, they have, is it, um, Mauricio something. He's an infielder. I forget his last name. Oh, uh, Dubon. No, that he plays for the, uh, uh, Padres. Um, yeah, I forget what the hell his name is, but other than that, they really don't have a lot coming up. And I, I think, um, Oh, they have Marco
2: Luciano. That's what I was
0: thinking of. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Marco Luciano. Kyle.
2: He's, he's still a ways. Oh, uh, he might be ready this year. Yeah. Luciano was who I was thinking of. Um, yeah, they really don't have like their farm family. system is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, you know who their number
0: eight prospect is Reggie Crawford. Is it really Yukon, Yukon <laughs> proud, uh, Dinging. Surprise is actually that low. <laughs> <I> feel like <laughs> with a first round pick, he'd probably be higher. But um maybe his ETA is twenty twenty-five. Well that's not that far out because he's only what twenty-one. So yeah. Yeah. and they're also probably taking that time to decide what the hell he's gonna be. Yeah. Um sure, hey, Jr. <laughs> yeah, other than that, uh we got Padres. Uh, Padres, I think, are gonna be perennial contenders with or without Fernando Tatis.
1: Yep, I think that he's put um, him that much further closer yeah. to the that much closer to the Dodgers. But I'm either not gonna way, be, I gonna honestly contend.
0: won't be shocked if they try to move him when he comes back because the front office is disgusted with him.
1: The whole team is. It felt like.
0: Yeah, I would not well, be surprised. Have, uh, what's his name? Kim
2: proved that he can hold it down. Yep. Over yeah. There. Yep. So, all right. Well, that was um, that was good. Yeah. More um, combos.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's talk the, the playoffs. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, my highlight of the playoffs was, uh, like, my, my the th- most fun I had watching the playoffs was the Mariners kicking the shit out of the Blue Jays. <laughs> <laughs> that was
1: awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, Cal Raleigh just absolutely putting the team on his back. Cal Raleigh and Julio Rodriguez, who I think going to the season were kind of like, oh, these are the guys of the future. And then through the whole season and the postseason, like, no, we're now. And yeah. I think that that put mm-hmm. them over the top. Um, they just, they, they just looked so good. They just played like a team that's been there before. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it's tough running into the, the best team in baseball. Yeah. There's nothing they can do, and they fought with them, too. They didn't give them, they, they got swept, but it was not an easy three games.
1: And let me they, just they, say. They just
0: collapsed all three games.
1: Seattle is going to be a problem at home in the playoffs.
0: World Series. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think. think <laughs> I honestly the sea- if, if they can get through Houston, nobody's gonna take them out.
1: No. Nope. The Seahawks had that twelfth uh yeah, twelfth man mentality when their football yeah. teams were good. Mariners are gonna be dangerous. They're gonna have a tenth man out I, there. I genuinely there think Seattle.
0: next year, whether their record shows it or not going into the playoffs, the Seattle Mariners are the second best team in the American League. I think they are gonna come out better than the Yankees. Just because of the core that they have and the, how well their team is meshing and playing together, I think maybe not on See, but paper think they don't that, look that good, but I think they are the next best team after the Astros. But think about how the Mariners are doing it. They didn't go
2: out and spend a bag on a free agent. They locked up Julio long-term. And they kind the of Yankee's spent one little... on uh, Robbie Ray, but
1: and he was right, honestly he their still.
2: worst starter. <laughs> Yeah, I but it's like do much the Yankees them. are over here blowing money left and right, and had nothing to show for. Yep. them. this was supposed to be your year to win a championship.
0: The, I think the, Mar- the Mariners in a four-game series would have given would have given the Astros a way better run for their money yeah. than the Yankees did.
1: I'm going to put yeah. it this way: the Mariners <laughs> are what the Athletics want to be. Yeah, <laughs> they have a lot of homegrown <laughs> believe- guys.
2: Hmm? Series like that are fun too, where you get like division rivals matching up like that Padres Dodgers series. Oh, it's crazy. I don't,
1: oh, but oh, it's oh like, I got some things about that.
2: The The <laughs> Dodgers were supposed to absolutely run the table, yeah. but you run into a division rival who finished like however many games
0: below you. Mm-hmm. When you play with that, that little out bit out more, you. you play with that division rival that you've been seeing. You saw them 30 times or 25 times this year. There's some a little bit of bad blood maybe, but like, you want to beat them that much more. And that's what makes it crazy. Like when the, in uh, 18, when the Red Sox played the Yankees in the ALDS or Oh, four in the ALCS, like the Rays (laughs) in 13, like, or the Rays last year, even like the Rays last year is a perfect example. The Rays were supposed to steamroll the Red Sox last year and they just put it on them. I'm ready to say
1: this too, after watching this Dodgers, not this Dodgers team, but Dodgers teams over the years, I think I'm ready to call them frauds. They win 100 games every year. Their one World Series win is yeah. 2020, the You're Mickey Mouse wrong. year. You're not They're wrong. I wrote, I'm sorry.
2: I was talking about it earlier, too. I was like, if they had lost to any other team in this postseason run, I would call it a choke job. Like, you won 111 games or whatever it was. You were supposed to do damage. But, again, you match up against a division rival who's seen you so many, however times. many yeah. times during the regular season. If there's a team that's going to beat you. you, it's going to be them.
1: And right, I agree with Exactly.
2: That. But it was like.
1: But their but, offense disappears. Except like for their Trey guys. Turner. Yes, except for <laughs> Trey Carroll. But yeah. But
2: it, it goes to that same point where you face the Padres, however, they know many times you better than anybody else. They, yeah.
0: they know exactly how to pitch you. But it is true. It's a bad look with Dave Roberts going in and spring training saying, we are winning the World Series this year, and you <laughs> don't even make it to the pennant.
1: Yeah. I, that, like, I,
0: that's yeah. tough. That's like, a really bad point. look.
1: Dodgers are a good team when it comes to playoffs fraud, fraudulent all the way. Yeah, I don't. Think I don't want a real championship. I don't. See I'm not them even going to call that, that
0: that hot of a take because I feel like that's rational. Like I, I feel, feel like, like a lot, lot of people are, are thinking it. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like if
2: they had lost to any other team or got eliminated by any It'd other team, definite. then I would be 100 no, yeah. percent on board with that. But yeah. where they got eliminated, I by would say a rival.
0: they could have be gotten beaten by the Braves, and I would have been okay with it. Yeah. But if oh, yeah. they He's got knocked out by, like, if they got knocked out by the Mets or the Phillies, you'd be like, mm. yeah. what?
1: Like, how did this <laughs> yeah. happen?
0: Yeah. So yeah. The, so what was the other? So the division series, you had Mariners-Astros, which their bullpen just let them down. The Mariners' bullpen yeah. just completely catastrophized, imploded on I think itself. that was just kind of like a wake-up call for them, too. Like, nobody yeah. in that organization had,
2: like, any playoff experience no. at all. Yeah. So no. you win a series, great. Like, fantastic you're on the map now and you know what to expect going forward yeah i think it gives them and a then, ton of momentum
1: for and sure. now they know against, what to look it, for now they know what you to play, do yeah
2: you play against the division rival yep. and they know what you're coming with
1: yep so and at the end of the day I mean, you, you ran into the the eventual world series winners like
2: who only lost, you, um, you lost exactly. two games yeah exactly the Entire but game. you need you need to feel good that
0: Okay, we got eliminated by the, by the team who ended up winning it all.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But you smacked the shit out of Toronto at home, which is another <laughs> yeah. very hostile environment. Yeah. You walked in there, let your dicks hang, and you slapped them. Like literally, they put it on them. They're off, but again, that series, their pitching was not
1: good in those two games. They just this, their offense about, lit it up. Talking about choke jobs, that was a major choke job by Toronto, though. Well, to so let someone I, I walk into. I think, it's a choke job to, I think
0: it's a choke job to go two and out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly.
0: I don't think it's necessarily a choke job going into it because I think the amount of momentum and buzz that was around the Mariners going into that, like, that alone almost carried them
1: through that series. Right, right. And uh, like I said, if they uh, – are like you said, if they had lost in three, I wouldn't be saying that. But to just be just completely taken out at your house, like – you have your fans yeah, behind it's a you. Bad you don't have to look. travel. Yeah, like that that's a rough look.
0: I definitely, yeah, I you know, I I won't say it's not a joke. Yeah, for sure because they um they were expected to beat them for yeah. sure. But I picked the mirrors going into it. because I'm like they have nothing to lose. Yeah, like the Phillies, absolutely. they're there and they they literally aren't even supposed to be there. They mm-hmm. squeaked in. Like it's a. Well, so what was the other <clears throat> series. You yeah, had Cleveland, uh, New York, which, to be honest, for the most <laughs> part, was a super boring series to watch. Yeah, uh, you have so one good pretty, sound pretty bite from dull, it, but... Pretty dull
2: series. And Yankees yeah. fans were all jacked up about that one too. I'm like, you let the Guardians take you to five yeah.
0: games. Yeah, it's not like, a good look. A team, no. that, a base hits team that doesn't hit home runs, and you lead the MLB in home runs, and you let them take you to five. In your Cracker Jack yeah. box of the stadium, like <laughs> how the hell? I mean, how did you
1: lose to them in your stadium? Hey, we get a good soundbite out of it, though. we want Houston chance, and then oh. getting. Uh... <laughs> uh, if
2: we want to talk about uh, teams that were actual choke jobs in the postseason, I feel like you got to put the Mets there. Oh, they're number yep. one. Oh, absolutely. And you have to put you have to put the Braves there. Yeah,
0: I don't know so, the, the Braves. Um, I think the Mets more than the Braves, to be honest. Um, I think yeah. I think the fact with how deep the Phillies went, I think shows you that it wasn't as big of a choke on the Braves' part. Um, but at the same time, you were supposed to be the team that stopped that. You were
2: you were supposed yeah. to be one of the best, if not the best, team coming out of the National League, and you got absolutely ran through by the Phillies.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's I true. mean, everyone everyone in the mother predict, was predicting another rematch. Yeah. Braves and Houston. Oh. And for them not to be. I had, make I had it.
2: the Braves beating Houston in seven.
1: Yeah.
2: We're talking about all our picks. I don't think I picked a single series right. In Neither that did I. <laughs> I picked a lot of them, actually. I, I got a lot of them I right. I think I got
0: every single one wrong. Yeah. Well, it, was, it was that kind of postseason, though. And that's why it was yeah. so yeah. awesome to watch. And I think uh, the biggest like wake up call of the whole postseason, I think, was the Astros uh, just sweeping the Yankees. I think was like. That was them putting everybody on notice, being like, being no, like this, this just... is us up here, and yeah. then there's a thousand feet of shit, and then there's the rest <laughs> of the American League. Like, they are so much better, and so much, so just, they're managed better, they're put together mm-hmm. better, their front office is better, their players are better, like. Top to bottom, they're just better than everybody else in the American League. Well, in the, in the majors. Like that was just
2: like a wake-up call for the Yankees, yeah. too. They're like, okay, maybe you're not, we're not as no, you're, we're we're not good as we thought. Yeah, you're not And then, legit. like, with
1: the same thing I said about the Dodgers can be said about the Yankees, too. Like, they're just... That was a major choke oh, job by the them. Oh, I think the Yankees you are... can't...
0: I think the Yankees are even in a worse state than the Dodgers are as far as the yeah. season goes. Yeah, I would agree. Because, because it came I mean, out after the fact that people were like, we not play for the Yankees anymore. Last season the wild card against the Red Sox at Fenway, they didn't even show up.
1: No no.
0: Garrett Cole is throwing t balls. Like <laughs> they're, uh, they have the fact that they're still sticking with Boone is insane to me. Yeah, they have I, a lot I of can't get on board with. He's that. not a good manager.
1: No, he's not. He's just not. And I, I think Yankee the players they've signed are now realizing New York is a tough town to play for, and I think that you're seeing a lot of that come out too. Yeah, where not a lot of Yankees players like, it's like playing. And there. they
2: have. Yankees fans have a reason to be tough. Like, yeah. you have yeah. all these pieces, you're expected to win. Yeah. You
0: spend all this money on these players, and you're not getting it done. But here's my issue with that, though, is, like, you can be pissed at the team, but to go out and boo Aaron Judge,
2: yeah, yeah, that the LCS is awkward.
0: beyond, like, that's incomprehensible. No. This dude just broke yeah, the American was... League home run record <laughs> at a time where power numbers are unbelievably down compared to what they were 15 yeah. to 20 years ago. And this dude hits 62 homers and you're going to boo him. This yeah, dude literally put the ridiculous. team in a backpack and won the AL East for you. <laughs> His offense was insane. He literally the reason ran he, that he
1: offense. didn't have a Red soxy and collapse was because of that man.
0: Yes, exactly. No, seriously. Because their pitching started to fall apart, like everything. Yeah. And he, towards the end of the season, like, and you could tell it. he was really trying because he wasn't hitting home runs at the end of the year. He was hitting for a higher average, yep. just trying to catalyze the offense. But they're going to fucking boo him in Yankee
1: Stadium. Yeah.
0: I, think yeah, I the fact that one. people are even thinking, I don't think that there's a chance in God's green no. earth that he goes back there.
1: I would agree. Um, besides, the selfish reasons, I don't want to see him thirty plus games here. Just yeah, I know, true because he
0: murders back. the Red Sox. Yeah. Um
1: all right, see, so the World Series, though. <laughs> well, we didn't
0: even talk about championships series. Well, we talked about oh shit, yeah, the probably, Astros, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Phillies, Padres was like, if you would have told me that was the NLCS going into it, the beginning of the season, I would have been like, what are you high? Yeah, yeah, I would have been like, uh, what? No, but uh, they, uh, it's a uh, that was an epic series. Yeah, I think it was awesome. I mean. You had uh, Josh Hader going out there and slinging it, finally finding his shoes with the Padres. Like he, he was great. Uh, Joe Musgrove gutsy. Like I mean, obviously everybody on the Phillies just played out of their gourds. Kyle yeah. Schwarber literally hit a ball off the face of the moon, <laughs> uh, broke the sound barrier with a freaking ball. Like absurd. Like that was just a series of offense and pitchers trying to do their best to minimize the damage. Like that was the whole series. Yeah,
2: after that first game where the Phillies won 2-0 nothing, I thought it was going to be kind of like a snooze fest. Mm. But then it turned they come back eight, 8 5 4 2 10 6 yeah. 4
0: 3 like it was a lot of close games with a lot of offense. A lot of runs. I honestly, I think I only watched one game the ALCS. I watched every game in the NLCS.
1: I watched, yeah, that's the same. Every I watched game, one of the NLCS awesome. and the AL.
0: Which I think it wasn't it like game 2 where the
2: Phillies went up 5-0 or something like yeah. that and then yeah. they came back and, and, and yeah. ended up losing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that, yeah, that whole series insane. was just wild. Yeah. And then
0: I mean and that's what you want in an NLCS. Yeah. I, I if the Red Sox are not in the postseason, I root for chaos. I just want mayhem. Yeah. <laughs> I just want the most unreadable shit seasons. to happen. Yeah. Which then brings you quite literally into the World Series with David versus Goliath. Like yeah. the Phillies no business being mm-hmm. playing in November. Zero business playing this late in the season. They should have been golfing three weeks ago. <laughs> like, but they stuck it to them and they played with. They just just let it all hang out and they played. Let uh, their nuts drag. I mean, I uh, uh, I have one comment on the Phillies' uh, offense. Um, Kyle Schwarber is going to have to think about
1: <laughs> his last step back for the, the entire off where he I tried to bunt with two strikes. I genuinely like, think you
0: are your team's output. On power, yep. you're the only run, only run driven in. You're seeing the pitcher as well. Why? Like, what yeah, happened? What are you doing? It literally felt I think like a brain last Six
1: outs, the Phillies oh, offense gave up. They just rolled it. like, just take it. It felt like
0: it. Except for Real Muto. Real Muto in yeah. the ninth smoked that ball up the yep. middle. And I was like, all right, maybe a little life. And then yep.
1: and they tried to the hit the run just, with two that, outs. That made no sense. That was wild to me.
0: Hit, like, I mean, I get you're trying to pull at all the stops because you're, you're – on the ropes, quite literally. You're on the verge of your season ending. But, like, there, like, you got a guy who you know is capable of putting you within a run with one swing. Mm-hmm. He's done it in the postseason already. The double play is out of the question. It's two outs. Yep. Like, I just yep. don't.
1: And a guy behind him who also has shown ability to put, yeah. put a run on the board quickly and bomb.
0: Yeah, it's it was a weird call. It was I would love weird. to hear the decision-making behind it from Rob Thompson. But it just... Uh, but do you think it was a Rob Thompson move? Or do you think that was Schwarber just trying to be cute? No, no, the hit and run. The hit and run was, de- hit oh, and run oh. was definitely Thompson. The the bunt was definitely Schwarber. See, <laughs> just kind of trying, to be, trying to make too much happen. He was pressing. Yeah. I yeah. think he saw yeah. that third baseline open on the shift and just went for it, I guess. I
1: almost wonder if he either forgot or didn't realize he had to strike. Oh they, no. Cause he walked yeah, his ass right back. Immediately.
0: He know. literally fouls it off, looks up and before the ball even lands. He's walking back. Okay, So I was waiting for him to pull some Bo Jackson type shit where he broke his bat over his knee. <laughs> well, to <just> Start freaking out <laughs> on the umpire. Like he did on, uh, on, um, Angel Hernandez back in like,
1: all right. Well, those. that's always warranted. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was like my, that was probably all right, That right. All right. We're going to finish this up with, uh, well, so we want to do MVP and Cy Young predictions, but before that, yeah. what was your favorite single moment of the season? No matter how big or how small it was. Oh, God.
2: Are we talking on, like, a personal level or are anything. we talking as, like... Just anything so- at all. <clears throat> This one we got to experience together. This was going to Fenway back in
0: May and seeing Shohei O'Chini absolutely Dice diced off of that Red Sox line. And hit, like, three balls so- off the monster. <laughs> that <laughs> just makes me note, sad. Yeah. No, I would agree. Uh, as far as, like, going t- as far as a Major League season, yeah, that was probably, uh, as far as stuff I saw in person, that was definitely number one. Just seeing Shohei in person. Mm. It's, like, it's one of those things where, like, you can tell how good somebody is over TV. Like you're watching it, like over live stream, whatever the hell, but like you see him in person, it's it's different. And Shohei is like, there's not a lot of guys who give you that, but Shohei is one of those. And I think Mike Trout's another guy that's like that. Yeah. Of course, he had an yeah. off day when we went and saw him. But
1: see, that's, uh, I obviously went – I think, what was it, two game, two days before you guys won, yeah, or yeah. the day before? I think even I might, I didn't see him pitch, but just seeing Shohei and Trout. On the field, like, I was on the third base side right in front of me. It was just insane to see. So the
0: two Giants of baseball and the team yeah. is still garbage.
1: <laughs> I'm going to throw it back, though, now, if we're going on this. What was your least favorite moment of the season?
0: Probably Tatis. God.
1: Nah, I got Tatis one Tatis
0: getting suspended was pretty pretty uh, yeah, upsetting. That was a low point. yes um, Yeah. What else?
2: Cam, go ahead. Share yours. So, uh, you me, me,
1: and Sam went to the Astros Red Sox game. We're like, oh, we, we, think we're, we think we're gonna win. No, we lost. Uh, we give up. Nate, all gave like up it. five runs
0: or five home <laughs> runs in one inning. Yeah, 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 that was bad. That at that point, I was like, well, season's over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> back in, that was in like June, I think.
1: Yeah, that was the first time I think I've ever wanted to leave a baseball game in the third inning. Yeah, and, and uh, I think got...
0: we we left on like the fifth, didn't we? Yeah, we didn't stay long. Pretty early. This so is the t- the tickets were free. We just had gotten them from like my aunt or something. We're like, I'm not staying. This is terrible. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and I think they hit back to back to back at one point. Like, I think yeah. Pena Alvarez and Tucker hit three in a row. And I think Tucker hit a grand slam and a three run homer. Yeah. I think he hit three he home runs done. that game. It was absurd. He did. But uh, I don't know. As far as like baseball wide moments, I would say like my least favorite is probably Tatis. Um. In-game moments, uh, Kyle Strober freaking on Angel Hernandez was A-1. All-time. <laughs> Tremendous. That's, S- that's All S- um, S-tier. When he starts pointing at both sides yeah. and saying both sides
2: would agree that you're shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's he so hasn't amazing. Been
1: fired yet. Get rid of and him. And he's
2: just he's just
0: standing there looking like a dumbass. Girl, huh? Well, that's the thing with Hernandez is he hasn't been let go because they've tried to let him go before, and he said it's a racial issue. Yeah, and he sues him.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, so yeah it's it's racial racial I remember that. He
0: did um, this past but season. my... Favorite moment probably would be Pujols hitting 700 because mm. it seemed so unlikely at the beginning of the season. And yeah. the dude is just like, I'm 86 years old. Let me hit 25 dongs. And he's like, I'm not going to hit 700. I'm going to hit, what, 703 or whatever? Yeah. They're like, insane. Because then he, he passed. Uh, and also, so is 703, so he passed A-Rod this year in home runs. And I think he also passed, what, uh, I think Babe Ruth in RBIs. So I think he's second all time in RBIs.
1: Yeah, now he is. Yep. I think
0: just behind um
2: Hank Aaron, I think, had the most. One of the uh, one of the coolest moments when the year two came during the All Star break was that uh, run that Julio put together in the home run derby. Just an absolute was experience. Especially knocking out Pete Alonso.
0: That made me the happiest is just not having a repeat <laughs> champion. Yep. And Juan Soto's just like, let me do something cool in a in a nationals hat before you send me away. <laughs> yeah. Like a week later he was dealt. <laughs>
1: yeah good. Get him out of, I'm happy that he's out of Washington.
2: Yeah. Um, before we go on to the MVP and Cy Young stuff, just touching on the, uh, world series again, real quick. How in the fuck do you not give Framber Valdez the MVP? I don't get yeah, it. I think, uh,
0: I think you're looking at too much at the complete body of work across the six games and you were just at Framber's two game dominance because what are the, he pitched like what 13 innings and gave up 12 and a didn't third. Did he give up any runs? One earned? Two Two earned runs. How many in like what 15, 16 Ks?
1: 18. 18. Yeah.
0: Like the dude dealt and yeah. to, 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 to shove like that. And against an won, offense like that.
2: one two of your four games. Yeah.
0: Like when six and six and a third. Yeah. Like
2: if you don't get those performances, who knows what happens?
0: Yeah. I don't. I, uh, it, se- it seemed then, like. Uh, Jeremy Pena kind of acknowledged it though when he got the trophy. Did you see it? So he got yeah. the trophy and immediately picks it up and goes he goes, oh, let's be real, we don't really care about the trophy, we care about this one. And it seemed like kinda of like a nod that <laughs> he was like, I know yeah. this isn't mine. But, but yeah. But it was like he, did he play great defense? Sure. But like his offensive stats, he hit four
2: hundred. Yeah. Great. But there was just like no like offensive output. Yeah, the elbow like wasn't you crazy. had one home run and three RBIs. Yeah. Like it's a it's good. It's a good series, but
0: yeah, it seemed just, like it was robbery from Framber. I agree. Yeah, but, I just don't, I don't. Let me tell you, know. when that dude hits, uh, when Christian Javier and Framber get through arbitration, those dudes are gonna get pop, pa, pop, pa, 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 pa paid. Yeah, yeah. those Again, dudes are gonna somebody... get paid. Yeah. All right, so let's. So we did our kind of uh, way too early predictions. We kind of talked about those for the divisions. So let's MVP and Cy Young for each division or each uh, each league. Sorry. Um. Who's starting it off? You go. Yeah, you're good. You go. All right.
2: So Al, AL Cy Young, I'm going with somebody who was nominated this year, who's a finalist this year. Let I me. Mean, can I guess? Alec Manella.
0: Oh, that's how I thought you were going. Um, go. Okay. Nope. I so i going Alec Manella.
2: Went 16 and seven this year with a 2.24 ERA and 25 of his 31 starts are quality starts. Okay. Playing in a very tough division. Mm-hmm. It it just doesn't really get much better. Um, and I think he's only going to get better, believe it or not. I, uh,
0: we'll just do Cy Young, AL Cy Young first, I guess. Um, so I got two guys, I think, and I think one of them's a pretty obvious contender. And there's another guy that I think is kind of a dark horse. So the guy who I think has a very real chance, I think Dylan sees pitching in that division. He can literally light that division on fire. Um, he's so good. Um, just absolutely deals, and if if the White Sox get on a run, he's just going to be that much better. Um, yep. But the dark horse guy, who I think showed some really good stuff later in the season, and I think was kind of coming to his own as Logan Gilbert. I think Logan Gilbert okay. is very good, and I think yeah. he he could be a dark horse to be in that conversation, especially with if the Mariners are good. So I think if the Mariners yeah. are going to be good, he's going to have to be good. Yeah, and I, I like I like him as as a show. Yeah, I can get on board with that.
1: Well, it's, Cameron? It's going to be the most basic AL Cy Young prediction ever, but... Shohei Ohtani. No, Justin Verlander.
0: Again? Oh, shit. it, right, well, I think he's getting, he's getting it I think he's going to go back-to-back. I mean, he's going to win it this year. They haven't announced it yet, but I don't think so. Um,
1: I I think he's going to get it this year. I think he's
0: washed, dude.
1: I, nope. I think Verlander's going to get this year. One more year, he, and then I think he went 18-4 this year. I, I heard you say Verlander, and I went... Out.
0: <laughs> he did not understand the assignment. Justin Verlander? Yeah. Uh, uh he said mission is Fuba. <laughs> <Yeah>, for real. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh but hey, that, that's it's your call, I guess.
2: Hey, yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Alright, Cam, so you lead us off
2: with the NL one now. We'll go backwards.
1: So Sandy Alcantara. Uh, I'm just,
0: I'm I'm just gonna say I'm me high. too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. Did, uh, do you have any dark horse guys you could throw in there? Maybe
1: I did not have anyone. I looked. I was like, no. I think.
0: Uh, let me think of somebody dark horse. Maybe. Yeah. Do you know who um, I'm gonna throw out there? Maybe. Chris Bassett. Eh.
2: I feel like it's got to be somebody from the NL West division, like a a U Darvish, Euler, maybe? Or something like that. Eh, even still, You like, Davis is a good Arias. shout, actually. Oh, Ara- Arias is a good. Arias one. is a finalist. Arias is, uh,
0: I would say, Arias isn't even a dark horse. I think you could make a legit case for him. Yeah, he's a finalist. Yeah. This year. Like, he should have won it last year. Like, should have won it last year. He got screwed. Zach Wheeler won it, and Arias was what twenty-one and three with a sub-three ERA last year, and they gave it to Wheeler. Yes, yeah, some something ridiculous. So, yeah, we're we're agreed on Sandy. So I guess AL MVP right. now. Cam, you, Cam, you lead us off with. the I already know who he's going to pick. He's gonna pick Yay, Shohei. Probably. No, Shohei? actually, no. Really, Judge. You're gonna go Judge with who? With who? What? Who? What team? What? With the Yankees? With the Yankees. you think
2: he goes back to the Yankees?
0: Oh, we're, talk- MVP, we're talking right?
1: about next year. <laughs> I on Oh, okay. Hang on it. <laughs> <laughs> out- <No. laughs> All
0: right. The Verlander pick makes a little more sense now. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. No, We're not even doing pre- – I feel like most of those are pretty much locked up for the uh, for what we have now. But So change, change your AL but one anyway, for next year. I need to hear your AL side Cam, for Cam, next
2: year. Cam, we'll give you, Cam, give me we'll a, give minute. you a minute to
0: come back to you. Sam, who you got for your AL MVP? Uh, you know, I've thought a lot about this one because there's a couple guys. Um, I think Jordan Alvarez is the first one that comes to mind because um, I think he's kind of on that fringe this year. Uh, I think he's a finalist, right? Uh, I don't if know. he's not, in my mind, the three guys, like, obviously, Shohei and Judge right now for this year. Uh, but I think the third yeah. guy in that list would have to be Jordan. Um, I just think he's slowly becoming one of the most feared hitters in, like, all of baseball. Dude literally just mashes baseballs. Yeah. And he, he and he hits for average too. That's the crazy thing is, is he's such a smart hitter because you look at his lefty righty splits. He knows that he doesn't have as good output uh, power output against lefties. He hits almost five, like fifty points higher against lefties than he does righties. But his power numbers are doubled against righties. Like he's just such an intelligent right. hitter. And like I, I, that that's my pick. I think Jordan Alvarez is is a pretty good shout for that next
2: year. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought a lot about this one too, but I was like, I can't go away from Shohei. Like, there's just no possible way for me to do that. Like you have a guy who two ways, you have a guy who pitches your way to 15 wins. You have a guy who hits almost 300 with going to be 40 home runs. Like there's just, in my mind, there's just no way you can't not.
0: Give so it to my him. argument to that is I think going to be, uh, evident when Aaron judge wins the MVP this year, I, I think right. that. Shohei had such an unbelievable, like unprecedented season last year that he set a precedent for himself. And they're basically in MVP voting, they're comparing him to his past years instead of comparing him to the rest of the league. And that's why I don't think I think he still could win the MVP, but I think it's as the years go on, because of what he does, it's going to be harder and harder to win MVPs for him. Because they have there's no comparison. There's no there's no litmus test. Like there's nothing that they can like do a side-by-side for him. Yeah. And I
2: think your team, like overall record, believe it or not, plays a role in it as well. Like if your team sucks, you're not going to, like the reason Aaron judge is getting the recognition he is. Yeah. He hit 62 home runs, but his team also won the division. Right. Like won a playoff series. Like if a a guy did that and he was on the frigging Rockies or the Reds or whoever, would we be talking about it? Probably. But would he win it?
0: Mm. No.
1: Yeah, it's I also a good, think of the thing with Shohei, he does have Trout on his team still. So that you can make the argument, yeah, Shohei does more because he pitches and fields and hits for, this, for the Angels, but when you also have another generational talent on your team, it's hard to kind of... Well, I feel like that also... he has such a dominant season like he did when he won it last right. year. Right.
0: And when I feel like Having that other generational talent on your team and also being a sub 500 team makes it look even worse. Yeah. Yes. It makes it look, it's even harder mm-hmm. to give them credit as this valued player. But like the, the, the argument to that also is like, well, then try to picture the angels without Shohei Otani. Yeah. And they're right. a lot
1: worse. Yeah, exactly. So
0: like it, it's, I don't know, there, there's angles to look at it, but I think that Shohei Otani is going to be the best player in the AL as long as he's here.
1: Yeah, When he absolutely. win the MVP
0: though every year no probably not the best player doesn't always win the mvp nope. so right you have a, a updated uh cy young award that's not a 55 year old man Kim?
1: <laughs> <laughs> updated cy young no <laughs> i updated mvp though and i okay. still think it's gonna be judge with who what's your prediction with the red Sox. <laughs> i am oh a God. firm believer i'm not gonna lie to you i'm a firm believer we go out and get him my prediction is he goes
0: to the giants I think he's going to go to the Giants. I
2: I am also on board with the Giants. Yeah, I think
0: he goes to the Giants, I, I'd say NL MVP is in the question. Nice. I still got Goldie and Arenado, though. Goldie more so. Goldie, I yeah. think, is going to be a perennial kind of guy. Um, yeah. But then also, the interesting thing about Judge going to the Giants, he's going to play 15 games or so at Coors Field every year. Mm-hmm. That's a lot more home runs. He's going to be launching. Yep. Imagine that, man, at Coors Field. Nuclear missiles. Uh, yeah. Aaron Judge hits home run five hundred and ninety three feet. <laughs> like what in the hell? Yeah, I think uh that kinda yes. covers what we wanted to cover in this full first uh first NL M V P Oh N L M V P that's right, sorry. Uh you guys go first. I'm still on the fence I, this one. I did have Arenado as the NL M V P. For this year or next year. For next year. Okay. What about this year? Goldie? This yeah, Goldie, this I year. I think so too, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it has yeah, to be.
2: Yeah. Um as far as next year, I took kind of a guy people wouldn't expect. Uh I went Austin Riley. Ooh,
0: I could see that. All right.
2: So yeah. I mean, again, this year he hit two seventy three with thirty eight bombs. I think he also
0: won uh was and, like July player of the month too, I think. Yeah, and I mean he's he's gonna
2: get better. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yep. And
2: he's hitting hitting fourth in a dangerous Atlanta lineup. Yep. Like got next, next year, I next year I would not be surprised if he hit forty five bombs and had one hundred
0: and thirty RBI's. Yeah. especially with all the like. Now you got Michael Harris playing full time in that lineup. You got um, Von yep. Grisham. They got a lot of guys who are just getting on base for those power bats. Assuming they're going to get Dansby back, yeah. I, I I honestly can't imagine seeing him go anywhere else. Uh, I think, yeah. but he's again. I I think he's going to get paid, but he's not going to get like. Korea, Bogart's, Turner money.
2: Right. Yep. I agree. He's with probably that. sitting
0: at like 20 to 25 AAV. I would say maybe 30. Where where you yeah, got. I don't know if I'd even go really? that high. I, I mean, I think Bogart's, Turner, and Correa are locked for greater than 30. I think yeah, they have yeah. to be just because mm-hmm. uh, having offensive threats put, like that at shortstop is such a, a premium that you're, you're going to pay I'd for put it. I think Dan's be at like 23, 24. Yeah, that's fair. Who, who do I have as the NL MVP? I want, uh, for some reason, I'll just say it, and this also depends on where he goes, uh, Trey Turner. I think mm-hmm. if Trey Turner lands in the NL, there's a very real chance that he could just, because he seems just on that brink of having just like a crazy season. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was on the fence about him too, but I just feel like where he's typically a leadoff hitter, I feel like mm. there's just not enough production. Jimmy Rollins. In there to, Jimmy yeah, Rollins won an MVP. And, but yeah, Jimmy's. Okay. So Jimmy, who
0: else? Jimmy
2: Rollins won the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I
0: can't but think of I'm any like, other ones.
2: If if he hit if he hit somewhere in the lineup like third, fourth, fifth, yeah, where there's fair. more well, I don't know. He production there. Uh,
0: that's the thing is when he played for the Nationals, he hit third. So it depends yeah. what lineup he's being inserted in. Because then you got you got lineups like the like the Phillies. That lineup's all over the place. He could hit anywhere in that lineup. So you got Schwarber leading off. So like. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I, I, Trey Turner comes to mind initially. Um part of me, I would love to see a super dominant NL pitcher win Cy Young and MVP. Um I think the last one to do that was Clayton Kershaw, I think. Um I just don't know if there's anyone that can do that. Um yeah. yeah, I'm 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 sticking with Trey Turner. That's who I think. Respect it. All right. And Kim, you said Aaron Auto? Yes. We're going to have to mark all these down and re- revisit them. A yeah, year Cam, from now. Cam, start that spreadsheet. Yeah,
1: yeah I'm going to just send me what you said because I was too busy focusing on fixing yeah. my picks. Yeah, they so uh, can text it after. Text, we'll get a little yeah. sheet
0: going. And then one year henceforth, November 7th, 2023, which will be <laughs> a week before they actually announce the awards. We will see how we panned out. It's probably going to be like Trey Turner played four games because he went on like religious sabbatical or something. Yeah. <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs> Something weird, but yeah. Did you all right, do Matt.
1: all the, uh, the division predictions?
0: Yeah. Well, we pretty much okay. ran them down and I think we kind of covered what our predictions were based on how we, uh, spoke about each team. Cause right. so I think, uh, yeah, we pretty much covered it, I think. And, uh, cause we ran down this year and we ran down what the future was going to look like. So I think, uh, yeah. So I think, uh, right. next Works. episode, I think, uh, we agree. We're going to cover free agency probably. Yeah. Uh, yep and then I think after that uh we're gonna have some goofy episodes where we do like all-time <laughs> theme themes and stuff like that uh oh, yeah but, uh, oh, yes yeah. so uh that is episode numero uno of the Bush League boys pod you know what we do we bring them out with a little sandstorm <laughs>